Injured in a car accident? We cap attorney's fees at 30% of the first million. Any recovery above that is all yours. No recovery, no fees or costs. If another lawyer wants more, lawyer up 904. For accidents, injuries, and more, lawyerup904.com. All right, Google, it's go time on a Monday morning. It's a big Monday for us. Listen, I'm just going to be honest with you. I know there are times that you out there in the listening audience, our brotherhood, I know there are times when you're a little bit jealous of our job. I get it, right? There are times when we're going to this game or to that press conference or this or that or the other where you're like, wow, what a cool job, okay? I'm here to tell you, many of those times, you're probably overthinking it a little bit. Job's a job, if you know what I mean. There are going to be times where, woo, you think it's all this and glamour and fun and that. And, you know, meanwhile, somebody in our business is working until 3.30 in the morning to get stuff turned around. Today, though, is one of those days. Today is one of those days where, yeah, you should be jealous. We're at the Players uh, today out at Sawgrass TPC. <coughs> it's media day. So we're going to chat up Jared Rice, who uh, has done a terrific job steering this uh, wonderful golf tournament. We'll talk with him in the 9 o'clock hour, but, you know, the big event for us is we're going to get out. We're going to play this golf course today as it prepares to host uh, the best in the world. A unique situation this year for sure, right? This is the first player since the split from um, a a small number of top-ranked players, but nonetheless, you know, 8 to 10 that you would find in the top 100 in the world, including the defending champ who just happens to live here in the backyard who who won't be a part of this year's players. But I promise you they got bigger and better things uh, planned as this golf tournament continues to evolve. The challenge for Jared and his staff every year is trying to outdo yourself from the year before. And they continue to do it. And we'll find out what is uh, out there for us to look forward to this go-round as this golf tournament just has evolved. It's not continuing to evolve into it continues to evolve as you know even better than ever but it's not evolving into anything it has arrived right the players sits as the fifth best golf tournament of the year it does you don't have to call it a fifth major we don't have to get creative or cute it is what it is and the best in the world will be here Gosh, just now in about a month. So we'll uh, talk up the golf tournament. And yet today is a day where you can have a little bit of career envy. And a lot of times where you think maybe you should, nah, not really. But today, yeah, a day that we get to um, experience this golf course. It's going to be a beautiful day. We're looking forward to it. But we've got a lot of other good stuff to talk about. First, we've got to get the job done. And uh, the job includes touchdown Eagles. Touchdown Chiefs, touchdown both, as in touched down in the Phoenix area for uh, the Super Bowl, which comes up now in in less than a week. We've got breakfast with Paselli today, so 8 o'clock we'll go inside the matchup as best we can, talk to Tony about, you know, his, his perspective on uh, this year's game. It's the two best teams, the two number one seeds, two teams that went 14-3 and three in the regular season and have won, you know, another couple of games. The spread is not large, as you can imagine. I think this one is going to – they each have personnel that can beat you. It This is just reeks of a game where, okay, who doesn't make the mistakes? Who protects the quarterback? Who gets to the quarterback? Who has an important uh, untimely penalty? It's going to come down to those things. 
These teams are capable. They're high scoring. They got weapons everywhere. They got great quarterbacks. They play differently, but they got great quarterbacks. And it's just um, it's a terrific matchup. We'll see if it plays out that way. The Super Bowls don't always do that. Seems like we've had better games of late. There have been a lot of years in my lifetime uh, tracking the biggest football game of the year where it's always deflating. You know, you'll get to the, to the final game of the year and the 49ers will beat the Broncos 55-10. to 10. You, get to, you get to the final game of the year and, you know, it's 38-19. But we've been on a pretty good run of Super Bowls of late where – you know, the games have been competitive. You know, we're seeing some of the best young talent in football and some of the better older talent. Senior Bowl was this weekend. As that concludes, a tremendous scouting opportunity. Uh, the Jags and every other team was there. But if if you need a reminder of how important it is that you hit those right guys, I was watching some of the Senior Bowl coverage on Saturday. I'm not going to sit here and told you I watched a ton of the game. I did watch a little bit. All right? And... They put up a slate, a graphic, of the Philadelphia Eagles, this year's Super Bowl roster, who played in the Senior Bowl. It was an impressive list. It was Jalen Hurts. It was Dallas Goddard. It was Brendan Graham. It was Hassan Reddick. It was Lane Johnson. It, I mean, now, uh, most of those guys – Drafted by Philly, some of whom have been there with them now for 18 years. A couple of those who have come to Philly via free agency. No bigger free agent signing than Hassan Reddick. He's going to get a lot of attention this weekend. It's easy to look at the at the at the Eagles like they're geniuses for getting Hassan Reddick. I you know I don't know if anyone saw this breakout coming. He was a double digit sacker for the last couple of years, so perhaps we should have. But what a what a pickup he's been. I'm going to remind you as we. You know, resonate on the lack of sacks that the Jags produced this year. It can be fixed in a year. And if the Jaguar, I would suggest to you, if the Jaguars can fix their pass rush like the Eagles fixed theirs, I would suggest to you the Jaguars could be next year's Eagles. The Eagles last year, one and done in the postseason, they made the playoffs with about 500 record. They lost right out of the gates to, I believe, Brady and the Bucks. Uh, the Jags even got a playoff win this year, but built around a quarterback, Jalen Hurts in Philly, uh, Trevor Lawrence here in Jacksonville. Last year's Eagles football team that flamed after one round of the playoffs didn't have a pass rush. I think they had 29 sacks last year. This year they had 70. It's mid-70s now through the postseason. That uptick has made all the difference. If And the Jags were terrible when it came to pass rush. Terrible. No redeeming qualities, and and don't buy the propaganda about pressure rate or anything else. We got riddled as a pass defense, really all year long, and we needed an important stop. They very rarely came. They certainly did at the end of the year in certain situations. Don't get me wrong, but we got to get to the quarterback and bring him down in the pocket, and we just don't do it. Well, that was the Eagles a year ago, twenty nine. The Jacks had, I believe, thirty six this year, thirty five, maybe thirty six. The Eagles from 29 to 70, I would suggest if the Jags can push the right buttons, rebuild their defensive line the right way, and go from 35 to 70, they'll be a Super Bowl team next year. It is the biggest missing component from this Jaguar team 
evolving into a legitimate championship contender. Of course, the number one reason the Jaguars have that ceiling is Trevor Lawrence. All right, where are we at on the Pro Bowl? E.T., how much of the Pro Bowl games, I say, not the Pro Bowl game, the Pro Bowl games. They had all those skill competitions. They played some of them yesterday. They played three flag football games, each with, was it 10, 10 or 15-minute running halves? I don't know. I never really paid much attention. I think 10 minutes. Um, and and so what was your reaction, E.T.? Good Didn't morning, ca- by the way. Good morning, good morning. Didn't care for none of that flag football mess. Yeah. Um, but I paid attention to the Pro Bowl games for the most part. Um, I enjoyed the um, the uh, the catch competition, kind of like a dunk contest. They let yeah. these receivers jump up off a trampoline and you know contort in the air and catch the ball. And I, it's so funny. That's what didn't appeal to me. I watched the flaggy. Here's the problem. Here's the reality. First, the players did like it, so it's back. You know, we'll see if it lasts. Right. I'll see what the t- we'll see what the TV ratings say. I'm opposite of you. The flag football I tolerated. All the other stuff didn't do much for me. It just, I, I got no interest in seeing long snappers, you know, rifle one between their legs <laughs> to a tic-tac board 30 yards away. That is not doing it for me at all. Uh, it was I'd rather really go outside and shoot free throws myself than watch that. Watching the uh, the guys catch the uh, the punt, that was, that was cool. Because, you know, they do that in practice a lot. Yeah, I didn't know. In fairness, I didn't see all that. What I saw the most were the flag football games. I, I will say this. I was really interested in Trevor's game, and I know it's just flag football, And but, you know, with our quarterback playing that quarter, I found myself, for the silliest reasons, wanting the AFC to win that particular game. Agreed. Wanting Trevor to play well. Yep. You know, he he threw a pick six on his very first play. Uh. So if I were uh, on Twitter, which I'm not, instead I just got a group feed where I text my I, what I think are creative opinions to a group of close friends. That's enough for me. Right. But anyway, I, I texted Trevor, pick six, first play. We had it all wrong. Bust. <laughs> <laughs> that would be my tweet if I was if I was on Twitter. That's right. what you would have gotten. And then I came back, and then and then so the next drive, he drives him down. He has a touchdown pass. I said, bounce back drive, touchdown pass. We're okay. We good now. Uh, we good now. Uh, the big play, though, for Trevor, he d- he did hit, I mean, kind of the biggest play. The the way flag football works, if you don't know, they have what, I think they played on a 50-yard field. I think real flag football, if you go around town, is playing on 60-yard fields. I ple- believe they played on 50-yard fields, right? In fact, I know they did because um, Trevor's AFC team was down. They were down by a point. It was fourth. And, and you get one first, you got to get the midfield for a first down. So you got to get basically 20 yards. You're at your own five-yard line when you start a drive. It was fourth down. They were on their own five. It was fourth and midfield. And he threw a freaking dart about 55 yards in the air right to Stephon Diggs for a touchdown at the pylon. And so uh, Trevor's AFC um, efforts came up a winner. Uh, overall, if you factor in all the many components of the Pro Bowl games, the NFC ended up winning because they it basically came down to the final flag football game, which I guess if you're building drama, that's the way you want it. I mean, I was okay with it. I will say this. The flag football, it, it, I, I watched most of that. It didn't do much for me. I enjoyed the Trevor game. I, I It would be more fun if they you know, if they did all the, the laterals and the motion and the reverses. That's how flag football is played at the – at the park near you. You go to a flag football game, boy, there are guys going all the different directions and gals. And they treated this more as just 
dropping the covers. Like uh, it looked like a boring training camp um, workout for the most part. I thought, and you know, one thing is true: no matter what you're watching for competition, if the effort isn't being put in, you lose interest. And so I learned not trying in a in the Pro Bowl game with pads on isn't any worse or much different than not trying in flag football with no pads on. And they look, there, there's no strategy. These guys don't know what the heck they're doing. You got big guy. By the way, the big men are shut out of the Pro Bowl. What they get to, they get to run the obstacle course and dislocate a toe as Miles My, Garrett did. Um, but at the end of the day, you're the NFL with this Pro Bowl game. They're shooting for an audience. That was pretty clear by the entirety of the program, by doing the concerts in between the games and stuff that's not going to appeal to folks that are way down the line uh, as sports fans and have been for 30, 40, 50 years around the NFL. But the young kids, that younger audience who you're trying to engage with, and, and we'll see how successful they were on that. Now, there's also this. Um, what I've read... And I'm sure it's not unanimous. People have different opinions. But what I have read from the players themselves in the game, they liked it. And so if they liked it, it's definitely back. We'll see what, if any, adjustments are made. And I will say, as far as the flag football is concerned, if your quarterback is in the game, it's actually kind of fun. I I found it kind of fun to watch Trevor try and throw it around uh, flag football. I don't know that the camera angle is the best. They showed you every, every play from behind the quarterback. I wonder if a more traditional camera angle that we see for regular 11-on-11 football wouldn't have been better. Um, I, I believe it would have. I don't know why the decision was made. And one last thing. We'll talk more about the Pro Bowl. I know when Dan gets here, everyone has different opinions on stuff. But one last thing I will say about the Pro Bowl that is absolutely amazing. E.T., did you happen to take a look up in the stands at that game? Packed. My God, man. People want to see those stars, man. 58 thousand people do you know where the fifty-eight thousandth dude is sitting he ain't exactly down there field side screaming at his favorite player and getting an autograph is he Fifty-eight thousand in allegiant stadium uh, to watch those dudes not just play flag football but some of the other skills contests uh, as well so uh, we got plenty of football on our plate from the um you know from the ridiculous like the pro bowl games uh, no longer the pro bowl game uh, to the Super Bowl and uh, everything that comes along with that this week. I believe they moved their quote-unquote media day to what they call opening night, which I believe is now Monday night rather than Tuesday. I think. Um, not positive uh, on that. They bounced that thing around. And, you know, these media days and, and the silliness that was so kind of cute and fun back in the day has lost its charm, right? With podcasts and social media and, and Internet, we see that kind of – Stuff all the time. So, you know, the, this 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 cattle call of players from both teams, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't it doesn't bring the, the chuckles and the entertainment value that it may have years ago. But nonetheless, it's still an opportunity to get a lot of uh, angles and sidebars, some uh, silly and, and some serious. And we'll play along for effect as we move through this week. All right. Uh, There's a phrase in sports that gets thrown around probably a little too much. This was a phrase that we never really, I mean, it's really come about in the last 15 years, and it's been embraced. It's a term that is now just, I think, used too often. The phrase itself, the acronym that has become famous, if it is spoken, there should be no doubt. 
So to that end, I think the phrase, the word, has been dumbed down. E.T., the word I'm talking about, the phrase, the acronym is GOAT. Greatest of all time. Now, if you are indeed the greatest of all time, we don't have arguments about who is the greatest of all time. It's obvious and evident. You know what I'm saying? So, the GOAT... You know, there are going to be people that tell you that LeBron James is the greatest of all time. There are other people, uh, more correct, who would tell you that it's Michael Jordan. They'll tell you that Tom Brady is the GOAT of all time, you know, the GOAT, and no one argues, right? No one's going to argue. They're not going to argue that for a while. They may at some point. But I will give you an inarguable GOAT this morning, ladies and gentlemen. We'll come back on the other side and put some more clarity on it. But E.T., I will take this one to the bank. I will double down at 1,000 to 1 odds, uh, a nickel to a dollar. I will double down that I have identified the GOAT in one category, and this GOAT will never be approached. Kyrie Irving is the GOAT of horrible teammates. Dang. The GOAT. With all due respect to Jalen or Antonio Brown or Dennis Rodman in his angsty prime. With all due respect to all comers and goers from all sports, there is not a bigger franchise murderer than Kyrie Irving. And it played out to perfection this weekend. I'll give you the timeline. And I pity the poor Dallas Mavericks, E.T. I pity those dumb SOBs. (laughs) They are so stupid. You've just wasted the end of... If you're going to put together a package... Go get a guy who will help your team. Kyrie Irving is at his least a distraction. And at his more accurate, you know, genuineness, he's a franchise killer. He just is. And I'll put more context around this. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lay before you a scenario and a situation that proves my point beyond opinion. Kyrie Irving to the Dallas Mavericks yesterday after he threw another one of his famous hissy fits on Friday. That story and more as we get you up and rolling here. It's the Monday Morning Quarterback, DivorceMenOnly.com. We are live at TPC Sawgrass. We'll get a chance to get out there on the uh, players uh, on the uh, stadium course today. We'll visit with uh, Jared Rice, um, who runs this uh, Players Championship and does such a terrific job. We've got breakfast with Baselli talking about the Pro Bowl, the Super Bowl, and more stuff. And just as always, happy to be up and Adam with you. 641-1010, that's our uh, numbers of communication. You can also reach us via the email at thedrill at 1010xl.com. All right, back here on The Drill, we're live at uh, TPC Sawgrass. Why you say it's a media day for the 2023 Players Championship, which is, gosh, now just, what, five weeks out? So lucky to have this golf tournament here. We're fortunate to be out here today. Thanks for joining us on the program. As, uh, golly, we just turn our attention to the next phase on the sports calendar. But we're fortunate here for a lot of ways. You know, I just kind of walked down the hallways here during the break, looking around. One thing that jumps out at you from this golf tournament, it's not just that we are lucky enough, and don't ever take this for granted, have the best players in the world in our backyard. You know, PGA Tour goes to a lot of places. And through all the years, you know, a lot of the cities that you lived in, you get four or five or six of these big names. You didn't get them all. We've got them all here for so many years. And not just that, but what else makes this thing so special? And for those of us that have been to dozens of players' championships through the years, 
It's the caliber of winner here. I mean, the best of the best have won this thing. It is a Hall of Fame lineup of the top talent in the world. I mean, just, you want to go old school with Jack Nicklaus, you know, Fred Couples, um, you know, number ones in the world, Nick Price or Greg Norman, uh, you know, Tiger and David Duvall and Roy McElroy and Ricky Fowler and uh, Justin Thomas. I mean, if there is a big name in the world of golf, he has he has shown up for this important week on on you know the fantastic golf stage that this property has evolved into. So um, all that is our backdrop here as we as we come at you on this Monday morning. Golf goes overtime out west. Well, they had a weird situation at Pebble. You don't see this very often in professional golf. They had a stop play, cancel play because of wind. It was blowing so hard that they, and this, by the way, this also speaks to another facet of golf here in America. This fascination with the fastest greens you can find. Like the wind blows like that over in Europe, it doesn't matter because they grow those greens fuzzier. It's not going to blow the ball. The problem at Pebble this weekend was that wind blew so hard that your ball wouldn't stay still if it was on on the green, and you cannot play golf uh, that way. They just had some weird weather out there. I saw yesterday it hailed for a little bit. Um, And so that set them back, and they've gotten to basically the point where the leader, who was Justin Rose, started the fourth round with the lead, lost it briefly, Um been making eagles like nobody's business out there, so he made one on the par 5-6, and he makes the turn with a two-shot lead. They'll finish that up. I believe they start at 11 a.m. this morning. So, and then they're on to the to one of these, gosh, what do they call it? I'm going to say it wrong. I'm not using the proper PGA term, but elevated field, distinguished field, whatever they call it, where, you know, more of the top flight guys commit of the players who are on PGA Tour and eligible for this week's uh, tourney stop. And it's a fun one, right? It leads right into the the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl this year is in Arizona. So, wow, what a sports weekend they've got. But it's uh, got tw- of, the, of the players eligible, 23 of the top 24 in the world eligible for this golf tournament will be at that golf tournament. And that's the idea of these elevated events where you get more of the top flight talent uh, there. So this week you'll you know see them all, Justin Thomas and, 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 and Rory McIlroy and John Rahm and Patrick Cantlay and, you know, all of them, all the great players in the world will be at that event. And then we'll see them all and then some here at the players uh, coming up in, you know, not long from, from now really. Well, the Royal Rumble just rumbled right UNF's way. We left you Friday. They had one at JU on Thursday night. They turned around, Matty uh, uh, Driscoll's team, and won again on Saturday. So that leaves UNF and JU both with the same record in conference, and now suddenly going in different directions. Each now is going to try and make it to their postseason conference tournament. The Florida Gator, uh, you know, I don't even want to say it was a run. It's a one-game streak they were on. It was a a very important win over number two, Tennessee. But for the most part, if we're going to be honest, when Florida has matched up with a top-tier team, they have not performed well. And that continued on Saturday night, except for one person. Man, round of applause for Colin Castleton. who played about as good a game of Gator basketball as any player ever has, considering the opposition. He dominated last year's player of the year. That Oscar Schwebe cat had like three points. 
Uh, Castleton went off. He had 26, 14 rebounds. He was terrific. But Florida fell behind like they do by 10, 12, 13 points in the first half. You know, and they could, and they would make runs. They would get it within four or six, but never enough. And so in Rupp Arena, the Gators lose. And you know, had about three days there of some glowy, you know, positivity around their chances as a tournament team. But as it turned out, it did not. Um, they do not look like a tournament team. Uh, the season is over. They're going to have a conference tournament that they have to go through. They are not there yet, but I, I, I think you should be encouraged if you're a Todd Golden fan. One thing that I like that he's doing, I've always wondered this, man. This has never made sense to me. How these guys can coach at programs that do not have the talent, yet they will have them in the top 20 most years. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'll give you an St. Mary's, who beat Gonzaga this weekend. St. Mary's is always a top 20 team. You don't know any of their players. They're not going off to the NFL but you find the right guy for your program. Now, you could always argue, well, if St. Mary's playing the Big Ten, they would never be a top 25 team, and that may be fair. But the way these teams do it most of the time is you can't – you're not going to battle the big boys going 10-12 deep when you're the under-talented team. You have to identify and cultivate a game plan for the seven or eight best guys on your team. And it took a while for it to settle that way, but that that's what Todd Golden has reached with this Gator team. He's not playing more than seven guys 20 minutes. And in some games like this past Saturday, outside of seven getting minutes, hardly anyone gets any. I think he has to do that. Now, whether or not agree with who's in the right spot or which player is best, um, Golden will turn his attention, you know, this offseason to, to get better personnel in, right? Kind of do it on the fly this year. They had all these departures via the transfer. They brought in some good transfers. Some have lived up to it. Others haven't. But, you know, this did not have the look of a Florida basketball team that would be above 500 in the conference when the season started. Maybe they still won't be. They're going to have to beat the teams now after this this final of the four-game stretch. You know, we told you they're at number five, Kansas State. They had number two, Tennessee at home. They had to go to Kentucky. Now they'll play at fourth-ranked Alabama this week. After that game, it gets manageable. Now, you know, at this point, I think the, the, the ceiling for Florida will be the, will be the NIT, um, but we shall see. Where are you NASCAR fans on this uh, racing in L.A.? Here's the only thing I'll say about the NASCAR. I also watched some of that this weekend. Here's what I'll say about racing at the Coliseum, all right? You are at the Coliseum racing to grow the sport. There's no other reason you would do it, right? you got to come all the way back to Daytona to start this season. Why, for the Bush Clash, would you go all the way to the L.A. Coliseum if for no other reason than to grow the sport? And which is, okay, that's their prerogative. It's an awful small track to try and do much maneuvering. But anyway, here's the problem. This Clash format has become so convoluted that good luck attracting anyone. You've got to have a physics, a calculus degree, a physics degree to figure out just what the heck they're doing. I... I I chose to put in the work, the studying, to figure out just exactly how in the hockey sticks is this thing working. But most, you know, don't have time for that. And so I don't know, you know, the class used to mean something. And I don't, I, let me step on you NASCAR uh, gearheads' toes. You know more about the sport than I do. People say, why don't you talk more NASCAR? Because the people that really want to hear NASCAR know more about it than we do in many cases. I mean, I give you an opinion, a layman's opinion. But to me, and I've covered the Bush Clash dozens of times through the years when it was held at Daytona. The Bush Clash used to be special. 
Because you know what? You had to win a poll from the year before to get in it. There wasn't some other route or this unclaimed team or qualifying through this, that, or the other. I guess trying to make it all inclusive. But you had the only way you got in the Bush class in before was you won a poll the year before or you were a former Bush, uh, Bush class winner or you were a former points champion. I mean, there was a couple other ways that you could get in, but it, it kept the field smaller and it made it more prestigious. Well, now, it's not like that now. It's just any and everyone goes out there, some 30 teams, and, they, you know, they whittle it down to 27. I mean, there should be years of Bush class. You'd have 18, you know, cars running. So I just don't know in the effort to grow the sport if going to L.A. and using all these different formats and formulas is really explaining to the people of Southern California how your sport works. All right, on to the GOAT. Inarguable, Kyrie Irving is the worst teammate in the history of professional sports. And there have been a lot of terrible teammates. We had one here. We've probably had more than one. But these shenanigans that this guy pulls, and, and, and I pity the Mavericks from this standpoint. Now, E.T., you're an NBA fan. You can weigh in here with me. Why would anyone in their right mind believe Kyrie Irving going to Dallas is going to matter at all? Just because of his talent? Do you think it talent? is? I, huh? I, I think him and Luka, are too, they both need the ball in there, so yeah. I don't know if it's going to work. Yeah, forget working. Say it works. Say they play perfectly together. So what? Here's why. Who did Kyrie just spend the last four years with, E.T.? Correct me. KD. Okay. If you can't win a playoff series with KD, explain to me how you're going to win a title with Luka. Anyone? It's not like Kyrie changed his game. He didn't defer to KD or James Harden, Ben Simmons, any of them for that matter. He's not a terrible player. That's not my point. But there's something off with Kyrie. Teams keep bringing Kyrie Irving in to be the answer, and he ends up being the problem, E.T. How'd it go with the Celtics? How did it go after LeBron left? There there ain't been a dude in history that's rode out a great moment in in, in, in NBA Finals history into this perceived notion that he's a much better important player than he is. And Kyrie having his moments in the series that he and LeBron finally beat Golden State, right? He hit the game winner in the, in the deciding game. He had a great series. And all it did was inflate his ego, not his value. He's a good player. He's a Robin. He's a Robin. Because Batman isn't a nut job. He's got to be with it in all forms and fashions. Kyrie Irving, in four years, played, I think I heard, 140 games with the Nets. That was after he went to Boston and tanked them. Now, the only good thing you can say about Kyrie is the teams he leaves, they don't suffer. I mean, they don't. The Celtics gave up a lot to get him. He was a disaster. He screwed him. He left. And Boston was in the finals last year. You can overcome the guy. You know, he left Cleveland, and immediately they tanked. But here they are real quick, and they're a good team again. I did appreciate I'll give you a good look into Kyrie Irving and what people think of him. Just look at the Nets owner, Joseph Sy. All right? Kyrie uh, first demanded a trade on Friday, right? Maybe that's when this goatness uh, talk started. But he's the goat of terrible teammates. Well, anyway, so he says Friday wants to get traded, blah, yada, yada, yada. And the Nets, there's two lines of thing here. One, you'd be the Nets like, you know what? Screw you, buddy. Stay here for the end of the year. I don't. By the way, Kyrie also went full Jalen, announced he wanted a trade, and then immediately pulled out of the night's game with a, quote, hamstring issue. He'll make his debut for the Mavs either tonight or tomorrow. We'll see how bad that hamstring is. Not at all. So anyway, he, he demands the trade on Friday. Where did Kyrie want to go? He wanted to go to the Lakers. The Lakers wanted him. He wanted to go to the Lakers. He wanted to regroup with LeBron. 
Uh, thought he could win titles there. That's what he wanted to go. So I was very it, – it, I, I smiled when I read that Joseph Sy wanted to trade him to Denver because the last thing he was going to do was trade Kyrie Irving where he wanted to go. So good luck to the Mavs. You know, you went to the finals last year in the West. You won't this year because you've just added the worst possible piece to a championship puzzle, and that piece is Kyrie Irving, who has since riding LeBron to a stature as a basketball player that he really shouldn't be at, since riding LeBron to a title, he has failed epically where he's been, and now he's 31 years old. Now, the only good thing for the Mavs, they didn't give up anything. You have Dorian Finney-Smith, you know, some worthless first-rounder that's five years away. Yeah, if you think you can make – and Luca signed off on it. Jason Kidd signed off on it, the coach. Their GM worked with Kyrie back in the Nike day. So what, dude? Dude's Fruit Loop. He's flat earth. He's no dinosaurs. He's, he's suspended for promoting anti-Semitism. He just, he's just all over the place. And then at the end of the day, when he gets on the court, doesn't matter. They don't win. He doesn't win. It's all risk and no reward, I think, if the reward is winning at all. Kyrie Irving to the Mavs doesn't make him any closer to winning at all than it did the day before he got traded. And now you have to deal with the single biggest headache in perhaps professional sports history. The opposite of that is Trevor Lawrence. Hear what Peyton Manning, as AFC coach, had to say about the Jaguars' young signal caller when we come back on the other side as we talk a little bit of uh, Jags and the Pro Bowl. Plus, the rest of the news from the National Football League and a football fix. The Hick and Arrivals coming your way here in about, uh, what, 15 minutes. We got breakfast with Baselli today. We're going to visit with the... uh, uh, executive Director of the Players, that is uh, Jared Rice. That'll come up at the 9 o'clock hours. We talk more about uh, the golf balls to keep you up to date with any and all breaking news that happens to take place during our morning time slot here today. So we're live at TPC Sawgrass. Thanks so much for being with us. It's the Monday Morning Quarterback, DivorcedMenOnly.com. Ladies and gents, please put your hands together as Dan Hicken enters the studio. You know it! Yes, sir! Oh, it's Caddy Day at Bushwood. <laughs> yes, yes, yes! Good to be here, out here at the uh, beautiful, never-gets-old stadium course. The clubhouse is immaculate. Why we're in the Players' Library, I don't know. But they do have some leather-bound books in here. I appreciate They look beautiful. Wonderful photos and pictures and history in here. Some bottles of water for us. They should get thirsty. Parched. A little parched. It's great to be here. Great to be along for the ride. I got a case of the moon day. Yeah. Gets that way. The grind. We're going to do the grind now. A lot of good. Uh, uh, we love sports, so we always find yeah. something. But it's uh, a little lull this weekend. This past weekend or yeah. coming up? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I found some stuff to keep me entertained, but I'm not going to lie. I also watched a couple movies, which is not normally in the weekend. I missed my I missed my ball. I missed my football a little bit this For weekend. Sure. Yeah, that's not real football. We watched the Pro, Pro Bowl. Bowl. didn't scratch my itch. Nah, I watched it. It, still, it doesn't do much for me. No. It's, it's kind of boring. I mean, you know, whatever. It is what it is. It's designed, it's, it's designed to be a little entertainment. You're not supposed to, you know, 
get all excited no, about it. I'm not going to lose my mind over it. I think it's dumb. I think it's. I think for the kids though, it's just it's the same thing, you know. That's yeah, what it you're is. right about a lot of the kids did grow up playing. So in that respect, I guess. And the other stuff, it's not. I, I think the younger you are, the more you like the great catch deal. At my age, I didn't do much for me watching. One to one financial poll question of the day: the new version of the Pro Bowl is not football. Silly and ridiculous. Cool, I like it. And uh, what was the other one? Much like the NBA All-Star Weekend. Those I, are your four choices. I think one and four get the most. Yeah. I think one. It's not football. I mean, yeah. that's at the end of the day. That's ridiculous and silly one. 46 yeah. Or is winning at Dan Hickett, if you like to vote, 46%. I think the demo of your followers is probably a little different than the, what they're shooting for. I don't know that to be a fact, but I would. I would cool, I liked it, was 26%. Yeah. So one in four probably liked it. That's fine. Something. It is what it. I mean, the, uh, I got news for you. The Pro Bowl itself, what it becomes stunk. That was, yeah. We come on and complain about yeah, that. That was worse. I, so, I'd rather see. I'd rather see yesterday than. I think. I think what it's be. I think it's a good, great event for the city that hosts it, because like the place was crowded. Fifty-eight grand. There's some. Yeah. There's there's accessibility. Yeah. You know, to the players. At some of the other, than, like the Fan Fest. Yeah, and, those kind of and even at the games, man. They, re- I mean, so. Yeah, I'm with you. I think that's fine. I got no problem with it. Um, I just, it doesn't do much for me. I'd rather, I was watching, you know, I was watching the Magic. I was watching NBA. I was watching yeah. other stuff. The, yeah. the golf. I flipped it around. I did. I will say this. Mm-hmm. I was waiting it, for it to end to watch the Knicks. Well, I, I, it was this. <laughs> you should have watched them earlier when they were making the comeback. Um, I... I more than casually interested in Trevor's game. Yeah. I, I didn't enjoy that one. I watched that one start to finish. Yeah. And, and, and not that it – although, I was, you know, I, I said earlier, Hick, if I was on Twitter, I should do a thing. If I was on Twitter. <laughs> but I'm not on Twitter. I just have a group text with four or five dudes. But, you know, his first play throws the pick six. Yeah. So I kind of texted them. First play, Trevor tick, uh, pick six. We had it all wrong. He's a bust. <laughs> you know, and then and then they get the touchdown drive, and then like so like literally because flag football is a fast game. Literally yeah. three minutes later, I, I I text bounce back touchdown drive. We're okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's flag football. He well, threw a nice forty-five <laughs> yard dime. I thought it was the pass of the day. Yeah, yeah, to dig fourth down. His foot was out of bounds, but that doesn't matter. I don't, if you, I was wondering this. I'm glad you brought that up. In real NFL, if your first foot foot hits the pylon, I think it's a touchdown. I don't think you have to get the second one in. That was a. T- I, I'm not sure. I don't know the rule. I don't know. They were talking about well, there's no replay, like it would have been overturned. But in the real NFL, if you catch the ball and that first foot hits the pylon, are you not good? I don't think so. Okay, but that's just my guess. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, broadcasting note: I don't like Herbie doing it. He was fine. McAfee's at least Herbie's too dry toast for that. It's so stupid. You got to embrace the stupidity. And I, McAfee does. Herbie just says, "This is a big play on third down. They really need to get it Herbie, to midfield." Herbie lost me on this. <laughs> if you are going to be that, then you got to at least be accurate. But he was talking about one of Trevor's uh, passes and how you got to throw it on the line. And you're not used to working with these receivers. The only problem is the intended receiver was Jamal Agnew. <laughs> kind of got to know that, right? But well, but, anyway, but not, Trev, not Trevor's big... game, I found to be. Uh, in, if he had, a, I would have watched the whole. I would have never turned it off. He was playing the whole time. Yeah, but they don't. No, that's fine. Yeah, I like the way Peyton did it. I like how he split up his three quarterbacks in three games. Yeah, yeah, that is fine. And Carr blew it, and that's why he's getting traded. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure it was his fault, but yeah, that was all his fault, 100. percent So yeah, the NFL uh, uh, pauses and then cranks up today out in Arizona. Tonight's the opening night deal. You see media day? Uh, is it tonight or tomorrow night? I think it's tonight. I, 
I don't care. I don't know. They it's arrived not, yesterday. Yeah, so. media day is unnecessary now, Dan, because we have so much technology that we're constantly getting feedback. Right, right. back in the day, you, you had like one chance a year to catch up with these guys. Now they're everywhere. So, yeah. But nonetheless, some some silly reporter from Mexico will come sauntering in in a dragon's costume. I always, my media day, my favorite uh, media day story that I was going to do that I never got to do because the Jags didn't make it while TC was here was I was going to do story on the head co- on the assistant coaches who weren't allowed to talk. I always thought that would be fun, but they get to talk at media day, so I was going to, you know, introduce myself. And that's myself. changed. Like, now they put the assistants out there here weekly. Yeah. You yeah. Know, a, yeah. Lot, a lot yeah. more. Uh, yeah, a lot of teams do A lot that. more availability than you used yeah, to. Yeah, but I was, so I was thinking about that, so that was always the one story I was going to do. And then, you know, the, and the media day stuff is so silly, but it's fine. I mean, whatever. Yeah. People dress up as clowns and – you know, et cetera, et cetera, and walk around. And, you know, and we usually have the kid from who won the contest that gets to be the reporter, and he gets the questions. Yeah, it's, it's, and it's everyone will talk about what a future star he is, and then 20 years later he'll mm-hmm. be, like, you know, on the street smoking cigarettes. Correct. <laughs> so uh, that that's that's basically what comes of that. The big story over the weekend was Kyrie, who will be a L.A. Laker next year, but for a half a season he'll – do his thing for the Dallas Mavericks. I, I didn't mind it for the Mavericks. I mean, to me, it's like, well, well, what the heck? We're all st- they're all log jammed in there. There's no to me. I I don't see a dominant West Coast team. Well, you're this right. Year. No, that's because they're so not. so. There's yeah. a coin flip. So if we add Kyrie, maybe we could you know, Here, get to the finals. And you know what? Luke is such an entity now, such a great player that. If and when Kyrie leaves, which he probably will or goes south, we'll just go get another guy. Here's the flaw to me with the whole Kyrie thing is. The guy is now, he's a, he's a myth. He's a creation. Yeah. Kyrie's not a difference maker, Dan. Did he? Can you tell me the, the titles he won with Kevin Durant? No. So why are you going to win one with Luka if you can't win one with Kevin Durant? I was thinking about this. Kyrie had... He, he rode LeBron in one great series to a level of player that he's just not. Kyrie had LeBron, Tatum... And KD, uh, uh, his three guys. Right, he's he's, he's Robin. A, he's the worst teammate. Yeah. he's Robin in the history of yeah. And and he's grown. And by the way, it, you don't you won't suffer long term for it. Like he ran off LeBron, oh, no. he stayed at the Cavs, and then he got r- r- rid of that. And the Cavs have bounced back a couple years later. They're a good team. Yeah, he went to the Celtics. They were going to build his whole team around Kyrie. He was a loser, terrible teammate there. They booted him. They went to the finals last year. They're fine. And then the Nets. When KD's back, will have just as good a chance to advance in the playoffs this year than had Kyrie stayed. He's a farce, man. man. He is the biggest grift in NBA history. He does not make an impact. He does not make a difference on the teams that he is on. And he, the thing about Kyrie, I don't know if I totally agree with that, by the way, but uh, I don't. I'm not gonna, you know, argue it because he's only won one championship, and, and, that and was LeBron, LeBron. That's LeBron's. Um, but. Uh, He's going to get what he wants, ultimately, which is the Lakers. And, you know, LeBron at 39 no, no. next year. Yeah. I, I, uh, and, and AD, that's a good – you know, they'll have a shot. I'm not sure if he's not a net. But I, he may be a net minus, Dan. We don't know that for sure. Everywhere he's gone, he's been a net minus. The team has been worse than but, before they got him. But with Kyrie, it's always just – a matter of time. Well, yeah, he's a day away from a suspension it's or going always AWOL. always just yeah. a matter of time. I wouldn't want him. I, I I mean, it's funny. When we talked Friday, mm-hmm. when we when he f- trade first happened. Yeah. You know, I said, to you, I said to you on the phone, though, mm-hmm. you know, from a basketball perspective, the Mavs would make the most sense. They get, yeah. they get Luka Wingman. Yeah. 
But even that being said, I just I don't think I don't think the Mavs are going to be better with Kyrie than they were with what they gave up. I just don't. He's he is a at best he's a distraction. Mm-hmm. At worst, he kills your vibe. I will say this though: there's a weird thing. The dudes love him. Like he he's not disliked by his teammates, his former teams. I mean, the media and the fans they hate his guts. They feel like he's destroyed, yeah. eating you know, eating alive their crop. But you know, the players, I, at least what I hear, oh, he's a brother. I wish him well, and yada yada. It's a business. That's not a business well, to, had, to, to leave your team. He's a locust. Stretch. He is a locust. He's a locust, he, man. He eats the franchise and leaves just it in pieces. The Nets will never be the same. And the Lakers won't and win K- with him. KD will probably ask for a trade after yeah. this year. He asked last Again. year, didn't yeah. he? Yeah. So he'll probably, I mean, but that that grouping is undeniably one of the great failures. In well, NBA I think what, I think we've also learned something else. Four years together. Nothing to show. Well, I think that I think we've also learned this. Mm-hmm. Not even it, a finals appearance. It's they won one playoff series, Dan. Weren't they in the Eastern Conference? Fi- that Bucks wasn't the Eastern Conference Finals. It was a- no. They won one playoff series. It's all they've ever won. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he, what a he, disaster! He, well, here's what we also learned. We started throwing around this term "super teams" too too readily. Yeah. You're not a super team with Harden, Durant, and Irving. You're just not. Super teams are Bird, you know, DJ, and 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 Mikhail. Super teams are LeBron, Bosh, and Wade. That's not a super team. If you're a super team, you win. You win some playoff games. Oh, you you're a good win. team. Yeah. So this, and we got all these guys doing these super. It wasn't a super team when Russ joined LeBron and AD. It's not. No, He's no. not a super. No. So. I look, Kyrie can go to the Lakers next year. It won't they're not Lakers aren't winning with Kyrie. Kyrie is a net negative on your team. You just don't know it when you get him. That I don't know. That will be interesting to see, and I will all but guarantee he ends up with the Lakers next year. If and, he gets out, yeah. If they don't, if they don't uh, lock him up in Dallas, I think they'd like to keep him long term. But we'll see how this. Ta- but any, I would fade any any money that Dallas is going to win with Kyrie. Y'all yeah. crazy. He is a he's a mess. It'll take them about two weeks to realize. Oh God, what have we done? They will. He's yeah. a nut. He's a Fruit Loop. He's a gunner, and he's unreliable. And the last thing in the world you need is a team is an unreliable dude. And he's totally there. I mean, Dan, he may. You know, maybe out with some sort of protest in a week. Who knows? You know, who knows what the kid's going to do? The yeah. guy, he'll be 31 next year, too, by the way. Yeah, he's still young. Yeah. He's still young. He's I just think he's overrated. 27, 5, well, and 5. There's, on, there's, there's a lot on. of players in the league with better numbers. A lot of them. Cleveland, Boston, New Jersey. Cleveland, Boston, New Jersey, Dallas. Fourth team with a fifth to come. Well, and everywhere other than LeBron, he's left it worse than he got it. He's yeah. left from expectation. Yeah. The Celtics got Kyrie to be a championship team again. He, what, played like half a year and then, then then balked and then said he wanted to sign forever and then left. Yeah. Then he tried to get this super team together. And you're not super at all, you jack A. You didn't do a thing with the Brooklyn S. Four years he was there, Dan. Four years. Four years. You know how many games mm. he played? 140. 140 games yeah. in four years. I don't know why any. He, he took off. He famously took off a weekend to celebrate for his birthday. His birthday. Yeah, he's just I. He's, I he, wouldn't want him. I wouldn't like. I heard some at one point. There's a rumor with everyone. I heard a Hawks rumor. Yeah, you know, involving Trey Young. It's no, 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 no. No. The last thing I ever want in the world on my team is Kyrie Irving, and I would make one guarantee right now. If you could put it in Vegas, I'd take any odds. That dude ain't ever winning a title. He is a. He is a. 
uh, yeah, I don't want to use the C word. It it is it minimizes what that is, but that's what he is. He's a disaster. C-word. Yeah, cancer. Oh, it's a cancer to oh. your franchise. It's just a uh, the one thing about Kyrie, man. It's just a matter of time. Tick tick <clears throat> tick. He is a time bomb, and he can't just leave well enough alone. Basketball clearly isn't enough for him. He has to stir the pot, do something. I mean, it's one. I mean, it's almost like. It's almost like the fact that he chose not to play Friday night was like minuscule deal when it's really just such a gutless, it's unprofessional. Jaylen. It's the Jalen move. Yeah, uh, uh, move that he should be annihilated for. But that's so low on the Kyrie miscalculations that it doesn't even get yeah. talked about. No, yeah, that's fair. You know what I mean? It doesn't. I mean, so what? He didn't play a game. He's 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 got a ca- he didn't have a calf. Well, no, he poor didn't want to K- play. Poor KD, by the way. Yeah, all KD. Yeah, you line up with that guy. This is but what he happens. Was, but that was his I choice. I know they wanted to play yeah. together, but I wonder how he feels today. He I don't be know. Like this, I'd love to know how those guys are. Like, I wonder if Kevin Durant's like, man, I just go. You and by the go. way, the Nets might even be okay if it was hard. Harden's having a really good year. He's changed his. Yeah, he is having a great year for the Sixers. Yeah. It, you know, Irving ran him off. Yeah. The reason it didn't stay together yeah. was a Kyrie Harden. Well, Harden couldn't stand the yeah. fact that Irving wouldn't play. Right. He couldn't stand it. It's like, oh, I don't want to be here. This isn't re- I, I just, I mean, what a, what a disaster. And and, you know, and I would Kevin Durant should have stayed with the Warriors, had and, another three titles. And he can, he, can, he can bow to LeBron all he wants. After he goes to the Lakers and LeBron's around him a couple weeks. He'll get weeks, tired of him again. He'll probably realize, oh, yeah. Yeah. Now I remember. Right. I hate this guy. <laughs> I, I can't. I, I would imagine that most do. So it'll be it'll be. Uh, but it, you know what? It livens up the NBA, makes it interesting out west. See if Dallas can get on a run. Maybe they can. Who knows? Well, you're right about one thing. And I, I'm going to I'm not going to. Uh, this is not embellished. Mm-hmm. The West this year may be as wide open as any conference in our lifetime yeah. in the NBA. Yeah, because Golden State does not look like they're going to. Curry's all, all hurt the again, teams at the top right now are like Denver, Denver and Memphis, and you don't believe in those guys. Sacramento, right. and you know, it's just a lot of teams that are just kind of in the fray that 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 are not um, are far from. It sure looks like the East is going to win. I mean, I would take Milwaukee to win it. I would take Boston, Boston to win it. Yeah, the Knicks. I, I would take. Philly to win. I think I take a lot of teams over the the best team they're going to. You know, you forget this about the Mavs. They were in the West Finals last year, the Western Conference Finals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember who did they who uh, who got them in the? Didn't Luca hit a a buzzer beater in the bubble? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was against the uh, Clippers, I think. Was it? But that was they weren't a, a conference fight. They lost that that same series. And you know, it's good for Luca because Cuban needs to show Luca. Oh, I'm not going to waste you. I'm not going yeah, you know, to take a chance. And like I said, if you're Dallas, you got to have the confidence that guys will want to come play with Luka. The one thing that you have, too, if you're Dallas here, is you do have – it's such a short period. Maybe you can just honeymoon it. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Maybe yeah. Kyrie can be interested for half a minute, and they can play well, and you can ride that. I just don't think – I think Kyrie as a player is overrated. I mean, so I just don't – That's I, what you think. Yeah, That's, I don't yeah. think adding Kyrie – is 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 enough? I mean, yeah. I don't think it's such a huge upgrade over the two guys you yeah, lost. That's the only thing I disagree with. I yeah. don't think he's over. I think he's a really good player. But yeah. we'll he see. shouldn't be an All Star starter, to my mind. He's a good player. Again, twenty seven and five is is match. Does he start for the East or the West now? 
Huh, that's a good question. I, there's not a conference, so who cares? When we come back, Jeff will break down the NHL All Star Weekend. I know you were glued to that. They complained. It's funny now. I did do this. I didn't. That's the one thing I didn't watch any of this weekend. But oh. they complain about that like they do all the All Star <laughs> games now. <laughs> this isn't hockey. I saw that a couple of times and some. Yeah, you know, it's a different stuff. All right. Well, we got a busy Monday. Uh, we're live at the stadium, of course. Uh, we'll visit with Tony Baselli. Breakfast with Baselli. That's coming up okay. at eight. I got Jared Rice, uh, the executive director of the Players Championship, joining us at nine to talk okay. about this year's event. Cool. A lot of pressure on that guy because you have to outdo yourself every year, and the year before was always amazing. <laughs> Except last year. Well, last year we had some weather. That wasn't yeah. really. Well, I mean, there's no pressure. It's going to be much better than last well, year. Well, I will say this. <laughs> I wonder if you could redo all the accoutrements because they weren't noticed last year because the weather was so horrible. That was unbelievable. Uh, anyway, all right. So we'll That take, was a week. We'll take a quick pause. We will come back with uh, the 10-minute drill. We'll look at some of the other headlines from around the national, uh, around, from, uh, around the sports world. Oh, okay. Um, it's the Monday Morning Quarterback, DivorceMinOnly.com. Hit it. All right, do some sports concepts and rationalizations. We call it the 10-minute drill. At the end of the drill, we have a prize packing. Is that correct, sir? We sure do. We, what you got today? What we got here, man? We, we feel like giving away a pair of tickets to the next era Energy 250 Daytona International Speedway. Oh, you want to feel the thunder, man. You're going to get an opportunity. That's coming up. Friday, February 17th. Yeah, it's just around the corner here. So excited about couple speed weeks. weeks. Um, listen, we're out at the uh, stadium, of course, the clubhouse here. We're in the player's library where there are some leather-bound books, but if you walk down the hallway, it's neat to see all the past champions. They honor each champion in each year. And uh, uh, just looking at I wonder if the players the doesn't have the best alumni list of winners of any golf tournament. I mean, like, who hasn't won the players? I, I, that's what I mean. It's really who's, amazing. Who's B-P-T-N-W-T-P? Best player to ever win the players? Yeah. Um, right now on tour? Yeah, or all time. Yeah, all time. You know what I mean? Arnold Palmer. Oh, yeah. You know, if you get way back. But he wasn't, wasn't around. He wasn't in his prime when this event mm-hmm. was even began in the mid-70s. Jack won three, Jack, so. Jack and Tiger have won. That's all you <clears throat> yeah. need to know. Uh, John Rom. Rom would be the guy. John Rom. John Rom is Rory's not won. Won. But today, uh, Spieth. Did Spieth win? Spieth didn't win here, no. did he? No. Yeah, Spieth. Yeah. Right? I mean, that's another guy along yeah. those lines. Yeah. Um, but, to, but to Dan's point, we spoke about this, you know, early in the six o'clock hour. What's amazing here is you walk down. I mean, any big name in the sport is one. Yeah, I and, saw and, Trevino. and by the way, very few times has the nobody won. I mean, it's happened a few times, sure. but very few times has it happened. Really, I mean, you Perks, you, Jody you, Mudd, Tim Clark. Yeah, uh, there've been yeah, a few, but now for the most part, a lot part, of the stars have won this event. Justin Thomas is, you know, it's kind of neat. So. Ricky Fowler, I mean, yeah. just like from popularity, from like a yeah, from just like a fan standpoint to popularity. Freddie and Davis Love during Greg their era. Norman and Nick Price, and just just you know, hit after hit after hit. David Duvall when he was a, you know, contending to be number one in the world. What did, I who, may take down the frame picture of Greg Norman and yeah, do they still have it up here? Yeah, past champions they do. Yeah. <laughs> they don't mess with it. All right. Um, Scoring record. Yeah, I remember. I remember against uh, – it was Fuzzy and he. Fuzzy Zeller. Yes. He, he went down the Frank stretch. Frank Urban. I would guess Fuzzy's not big in the lift, but I'm not sure. Um, I was going to ask you this uh, under the backdrop of – you know, I said this earlier. We run into this a lot with what we do, and we're lucky to have the jobs we do. If you love sports, it's a great job. But sometimes people overestimate just how fun and what a glorious gig it is. I think people get jealous of what we do sometimes mm-hmm. too often. You know what I mean? Okay. Today's not one of those days. 
Today's today your jealousy is well-founded, as we'll get out and play the golf course today at, at 1040 this morning. So a couple of uh, questions. Daddy's at Bushwood. A couple of questions as that pertains. What's your favorite hole to play out here? And what's your favorite hole during the golf tournament to watch the pros play? And 17 is out. Now, you can't say 17. It's too easy. Because everyone's favorite yeah, hole yeah, to play yeah. today is 17. It's yeah. what you – it's the first question like anyone that, will ask. I like that short par four where – this doesn't affect me, but – um, 11, 12? Yeah, where they, they play it. They can, you know, they changed it a couple years yeah, ago, and 12. now you can go for the green. But mm-hmm. a lot of times if you hit the green, it'll roll right they off took into out, the water. They took out the hills and the bunkers yeah. right around the green. I right like there. that hole. Okay. It's kind of a neat hole. Both to watch and to play? That's um, kind of a, in general? Uh, like, is there know. a hole when they're coming on Sunday that you just love seeing the players play? I'll tell you a hole I hate to play, four and five. Yeah, those are tough holes. I hate four. Yeah, that's why. There's a good reason. <laughs> four is not so bad to me, but five is no. five is brutal. Five is a hard. Five golf is the one that you have to go over the water. It goes dogleg right hard, and it's the uh, one thing you learn out here if you're trying to play it yourself, even if you're a good golfer, is that it's it's because it's set up for the best in the world. It's tight. You know, you yeah. can't spray things without getting in trouble. And that doesn't always mean you're in thick rough, but it means there's a tree between you and the, you know, it's just a, it's a hard, it's fine. It's a hard it's, golf course. It's, it's, it's awesome to play. Sure. Is, you know, because when you're not a good player, you just enjoy the, the day, the moments. The- I think my favorite hole to watch, like during the tournament, I just, I've always have a thing for the par fives that can swing things. So I'd say 16 for me. I yeah. like, you know, coming down the stretches is like one last chance to get a two shot, you know, in 16 impact. has, I don't want to disappointed is too strong a word, but it hasn't had enough huge moments? impact huh. on the tournament. As I think back, I don't believe. I may be wrong. I say I think I think of Davis Love hitting the, that okay, ball well, from the. Yeah, you just went back how many years? Yeah, okay, well that's that may be true. I think. Well, didn't we just have? Didn't Justin his year? He, he sweep one up there within a couple of feet. Did he? I think for Eagle. Yeah, I know that uh, couples that hole played in. I know VJ turned the putter again. I'm going back for the yeah. VJ turned the putter around, remember, mm-hmm. and he tapped it in mm-hmm. with the mm-hmm. using the uh, the the head of the putter, you know, the the toe end. But yeah, so I, I to me, 17 has had a lot more. Well, that's for sure. Influence yeah, on the tournament. That's fair. I don't. I'm almost. <clears throat> and, and you're right. 17 is both categories. It's mm-hmm. you know when we. Tell people today, tonight, tomorrow, and a week from now, we played players. What's the first question they ask How'd you? How'd you do on 17? Every time. Mm-hmm. I got issues today on 17, by the way. You ready? What? Ready for this one? I'm ready. I don't have my 8-iron. Where is it? It. Um, okay. It's still a victim of that driving range incident when we went to Canton. <laughs> I haven't played with an 8-iron since then. Why? I just haven't got it fixed. It's You golf too much to not have gotten it fixed. And you're right about that, but I bet you I played less golf between Canton and now than I have any other year in that time frame. I haven't mm. played a ton, so I haven't missed it. And here's another thing, too. The dude I play most of my golf with has the same set of clubs as I do, so I grab his 8-iron <laughs> if I need it. That's truth. Like, I, I play you. more than half my golf with that dude, and so I do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and here's the second part of the equation. When I got all my clubs re-gripped, and they're fantastic, I had left one club out of the bag because I was, like, goofing around in the garage with it. That club was my 9-iron. So the two clubs I would hit on 17 are the 8-iron and the 9-iron. You don't have the 9 The 8-iron I don't have. The 9-iron, the grip, is as slippery as the surface of this. Yeah, I guess, and it's in my head now. It turns in my hand, and I can't hit it. So I'm going to get to 
to 217 today, depending on the distance, and I'm either going to have to hit a pitching wedge like a nuke a or I'm going to have to back off a 7-iron, which is not going to end well. So mm. I don't have great optimism because my the two money club, I, probably what I'll end up doing is hitting that 9 anyway. Or but borrowing someone's. God, I can't. I'm not. Yeah, I can't just borrow someone's tail. Some. It's got to be the same brand, man. I can't. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Anyway, um, three known finalists for the Arizona job. The the word is no Brian one wants to work Flores, with Kyrie. Mike Kafka, and Bengals DC Lou Anarumo. Yeah, everyone's saying they don't want to work with Kyler. Like that's been a thing. Is Kyler so it's such a pain in the butt? No one wants the job. Now you're always going to find someone who does want the job. But I I did read that story okay that narrative don't know if it's well you're certainly tied to him accurate or not and yeah, there are they only so him. many head coaching jobs but you have to ask yourself can I win with that with that guy and I don't know what the the answer may be no right now there's too much I mean there's too much smoke coming out of that program for us uh, to think Ky- that Kyler, Kyler Murray is a problem there's no doubt about it they tried to do damage they let it be known last year what they thought of him and they did damage control, but it didn't really didn't. They, sh- they shouldn't have signed him. They lost that. Yeah, they lost if, that if tug you, of war. If you had to put that in there, why did you do it? And and this uh, man, and and in fairness, and by the he's way, not the guy. I mean, Kyler Murray had a great ten game stretch of his career. And how long is he going to be out now? What did he do? He uh, his ACL. ACL. I don't know. He'll probably come back at some point next year. He doesn't fancy me as the type who's going to bust his A to get back out there well, quick. I don't know if that's fair or accurate, but it seems that way. I think to me, if you say to me, if I took the 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 the, the mental part the uh, of of playing quarterback, I don't know that the 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 guy to me who stands out more that I just or well, the guy that I love. Is playing in the Super Bowl this week, and it's not Patrick Mahomes. Hurts. I love how Jalen Hurts has handled himself throughout his whole career. Yeah, he's never gotten bitter. He's always said, "Okay, I'll show you." I just think every you know, time, like he's I, always stayed ready. He like was, he was the man at Alabama, and he got pushed aside for Tua. And, okay, that's and fine. needed to be Tua won the game. Yeah, and and then. Stuck around, stayed stuck the next around, year. Stayed a year. And they needed him, and he came through. And he came through, but he, was, he wasn't playing at all, and he had unbelievable numbers. And then Saban told a story this week. He said he kind of dissed a couple programs, but he said, he said Jalen, you know, I, I, he's talking about how much respect he has for Jalen. Jalen handled the right way. And, Jay, you know, the, and he said, I had to be honest with Jalen. I said, Jalen wanted to go to Miami or Maryland. I said, don't go there. Go to Oklahoma. They got a coach there who's going to get you ready for the next level. They got the best players. You got to go to Oklahoma, Jalen. You can't go to Miami or Maryland. I don't think any of us thought of Jalen Hurts <laughs> uh, as being a second round draft pick when he was at Bama. No, and I don't. But the other thing I love about Jalen Hurts is he got he's gotten better and better and better. Like he, yeah, he's, every year. Yeah, he gets better. He works at his craft. He's never too high or too low. He stays the same. Bryce Young has a lot of those qualities. Uh, let's be honest, too, man. I mean, they, 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 the, the world sneered at the Eagles when they used a second-round draft pick on Jalen Hurts. Now, he's three It years. was a questionable draft pick. They still had Carson Wentz. He was brought in to, to back up Carson Wentz. Right. right. Yeah. And then Wentz, is typical, got hurt or whatever. Now, he only threw 22 touchdowns this year. But he, he ran, ran for, for 15. 13. 15, I think, 13. Well, including the playoffs. Well, yeah. 13 in the regular season. So 30, he accounted for 35 touchdowns. But um, I still think he's – I still don't put him up there with the top five, six in the league. But 
I think, he's in a good situation. Well, I think he plays like that. I don't know if he's top five, six passer yet. Yeah. You know, if you only throw 20, 22 is not a ton. A no, no, no. Now, he missed what? One or two games? He, but yeah, he, and I would, he seems to be a better passer than Lamar because the initial, right. you know, comparison you want to make as well, look, it's, it's Lamar's ceiling. And to Howie Roseman's credit, he went and got him. Devontae I, I, Smith, A.J. Brown, sure. so he got him He yeah. got him some yeah. guys around him that Lamar has not had. Well, yet. and I, uh, I will say this, too. I mean, again, it's worth repeating. No one thought Jalen Hurts was a second-round draft pick. But I love his composure. I love his mental makeup. I, and it, Do you think the Eagles have a chance of winning the game this yes. week? Yes. Do you? I think they have a chance, yeah. yeah. I think they will win. I don't. I, don't. I think I unless – I think unless – I always, you know – I'm amazed when it comes down to defense versus offense. Philly's defense is really good. And whenever the the great offenses run into a great defense, a lot of times that great defense will surprise you. And I think this great defense might surprise There's you. There's a playbook. Because they can get pressure without blitzing. They got 77 sacks in 19 games. Yeah, they have a uh, they have a blue. I want to talk about this next segment, and then we'll do, do breakfast of a Sally top of the hour. But mm-hmm. they have a... They have a blueprint that if the Jaguars could follow, they would find themselves in the Super Bowl a year from now. We'll get into that more in just a second. But I want to mention one other thing in the 10-minute drill. Yes. Because it will get lost in the shuffle today as we go. It will. Now, this is certainly going to fall under a um, under the category, perhaps, of fantastic embellishment. Okay. I'm not sure that in the history of this guy's program, okay. a guy's had a bigger, better game against the type of competition he was playing Okay. Then Colin Castleton had for Florida basketball on Saturday night where he took the player of the year in college basketball mm-hmm. and he obliterated him. He did. He had 26 and 14. Your player of the year had three points, shot three of 14 from the field. Mm-hmm. Now, unfortunately for Castleton and Florida, they don't have any other talent around him. They can't keep up. But I don't I, – look, Colin Castleton to me has regressed at times this year. That I wonder could he even play in the league – what we saw Saturday night might change your mind. I don't. I, I thought I, I thought this after the game, and I I talked to Kentucky Jeff about it, and I said, "Has Oscar gotten fat and happy with the NIL deal? You know yeah. what? What's the deal?" And he goes, "No, he's, he's had just, a pretty good year yeah, until the goes, other no, night. He just had a bad game." And I go, "Well, man, Castleton took him to the woodshed." And I thought this, at the very least, Colin Castleton locked up all SEC honors. I think he, 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 because he's very well respected. And and by the way, he's like second in the country in in shot blocks. He has his deal. I just, when he gets to the NBA and he's isolated against other big men, I just don't trust that he's going to be able athletic enough. But I saw a mock draft. Was he in the second round probably? Not even in the second? And Schwebe was the last pick of the second round. Of the second round. So he's not thought of much of an NBA player either. But But he was, he is a really good. He's a great college basketball. Well, consider like just like I said, considering the, the challenge, considering that, that Castleton has not played like he played Saturday night for a lot of this year. Yeah, I, I'm not sure that it, considering the I opponent. Would let, that, I would like to say this about Florida basketball, and I'll and you can finish your thought. I'm I'm finished with okay. the Castleton. I this just is all I will, This is what I'll say about my observation of the game. Dear Myron Jones, I'm glad you found a role with the Gators. That doesn't include – because he came here as a three-point specialist, right? He had a great year at Penn State, 15-plus points a game. He can really shoot. And we watched him now for a year and a half. He can't shoot. He cannot shoot three-point. But to his credit, he plays really good defense. He knows how to go to the basket. He gets rebounds. Golden likes him. He's a coach. Obviously, yeah. he's a coach's player. He's on the floor. I'm fine with that, okay? I have no mm-hmm. problem with that. However, 
Myron, at the end of the game, you are not our best option when we have to have a basket. Yeah. Do not, under any circumstances, you can create, you can move the ball. Castleton, you should have taken it to the hole, got yourself a quick two. You yeah. still had time. But that end of down three with an opportunity, again, this is the second time it's happened. I got Myron Jones throwing up something that you or I could throw up. With. Yeah. There's no shot you know, going he, And here's the reality for Florida and Todd Golden right now. And this will change as he gets his guys in. It's time for him to go go get a guy out of the portal who's not a superstar, but, man, the guy hits threes, right? Because yeah, that's yeah. how you win at the level of program that he was at. But I will say this um, – that there's there's a Will Richard is the only guy though they, there is no, no other guy Koisi Reef stinks yeah I'm tired of waiting on that guy he goes one for you seven go up and down on him. one I, for seven every game Hick I I wouldn't mind uh, uh, the Kugel kid taking the shot yeah Oof. I wouldn't I wouldn't mind I'd, yeah. ra- I'd he, rather have him he's hit take, about eighteen percent from okay. three I'd rather yeah. have him with a spot up three than Myron Jones I'm I'd sorry. rather have Jones I'd, but anyway neither is a good I'd option I'd rather have Richard Will Richard is the only I take Trey Bonham right Richard now. is hitting forty five Myron Jones yeah. shooting the shot that has to go in that's all I'm saying all right all right let's do this we got a prize pack to give away. Uh, e, call right now, 641-1010. Be kind, be courteous, and tell them what they're going to win, my friend. Oh, they're going to get them a pair of tickets to the Next Era Energy 250 at Daytona International Speedway on Friday, February 17th at 730. Be kind, be courteous. Come on, somebody. Is this us? And we're back. I'm going to guess we're back. I don't know. E, are we back? Are we back, baby. All right, good. All right. I have here in my hot little hands. Dance party. The drill dance party. The, uh, according to the athletic, the Jalen, Jaden, what was Jaden Rashada's name? Jaden Rashada? Yeah. yeah. NIL contract. Okay. It better be, you know, he signed. It nine million for, because, you know, the five million here wasn't enough for him. Well, call for a $500,000 upfront payment. After that, his payments would increase from two hundred and fifty thousand a month Jeez, as a, a freshman to two hundred and ninety one six sixty six a sophomore, three seventy five as a junior, rounded out with one ninety five one hundred and ninety five thousand eight hundred and thirty three dollar monthly payments as a senior as long as he fulfilled the following obligations. Well, that's basically two and a half million a year. <laughs> he had to live in Gainesville. Oh, this was what they offered him in Gainesville? This is his Florida NIL deal, Oh, I thought deal, it was I what guess. he got at Arizona State. No, okay. no, okay. Okay. no. Uh, he had to reside in Gainesville, had at least one branded Twitter post and one branded Instagram post per month. Ooh, that's tough. Yeah. Up to eight fan engagement events per year, in-person, social media, video conferences or interviews, none longer than two hours. And autograph up to fifteen pieces of merchandise. This is the whole thing. It's just so convoluted and dumb. You're paying a college. You're paying a guy how much a month? Right out of the gates, hundred thirty-five thousand a month. You said two fifty a month. Yeah, right out of the gate. Yeah, yeah. that's three million dollars a year. I yeah. mean, that's just ridiculous. Yeah. I I hope the I hope this is I hope the the initial greed had to here kills the whole thing. I've lost all my. I, I'm just losing all. Support for the plight of the athlete. The way this system has been grifted, it's not helping all the athletes. It's helping the very top who are now guilty of what they accuse the coaches and the administrators of being up. And the funniest thing of this whole deal is the colleges are like, oh, yeah, you can do it. You fans pay it. Right. We're not going to pay it. I'm not paying it. You pay it. Hey, fans. Yeah. You do this. No way. 
Not unless the fan okay. is like some sugar cane magnet. That's who needs to be paying this, not Joe Fan. I wouldn't do it in a million years. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't. And, and shame on you. If you think sending $50 to Florida, you're part of the team. You're a rube. You're not doing anything. They're stealing your money. You're getting nothing for it. So, these guys have trillions of dollars down there. It's it's, But I, I just, it's a bad, again, I'm going to repeat. I think it's worth repeating. The upper end of the players are now guilty of what they accuse the coaches and administrators and the sports and the TV networks of being. That's what's happened. It's not benefiting the roster from 1 to 85. It's benefiting two or three guys at the top who are taking a ton of money for having done nothing. Mm-hmm. And inevitably, it's going to create strife and, and, you know. Well, to Florida's division. credit or maybe not to their credit, <laughs> to their embarrassment, to whatever the term is, yeah. it didn't happen. Yeah, I wouldn't pay that kid. I'd rather go get me a high school kid and let him just play for the love of the game than do that. That's just ridiculous. It is. Again, if well, you again, want to. you say you, that until the Monday after no, the No, 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 I don't. No, I don't. I say that until. If you want to give Caleb Williams that money, you can. Yeah, when well, Kentucky beats us. Yeah. Not, hey, you know what? Nothing uh, to do with Jaden Rashad if Kentucky beats us. Not yeah. at all. Brooksy, Trust me. Brooksy threw seven picks, but you yeah. know what? He nah, loves the not game. To, not to loves say. being a Gator. Nah, see, <laughs> that's going so far. That's like unbelievable. So, yeah, you know, that's, that's not really a, a, that's not a, a truth here. And at the end of the year, I uh-huh. will stand by this forever. Jane Rashada ain't producing more wins this year than who than Graham Mertz. I believe that. He's a freshman who's never played. And he's going to make $3 million to win seven games and throw 17 picks. No thanks. No, I don't think anybody thinks that of course, they should pay an 18-year-old kid that kind of money. Except, can, except maybe Tennessee. Where are the true freshmen around college football? Uh, name a true freshman who was worth that last year at that position. Yeah. Right? They just they don't exist. Not- they don't. They don't it will exist. Be, it will be, you know, again, we'll continue to sort through that. I noticed also from college football over the weekend that Alabama hired Tommy Reese as their OC, and Kevin Steele was back for Steele's like second or third time with them, isn't it? Another go-around as the defensive coordinator. I think so, it might be his third time at Bama's D.C. And I said this in downtime. I get a kick out of Alabama fan gripping over the OCs and D.C.s. Look, I mean, yeah, Georgia, you know, may have passed you and – well, they have if they've won two natties in a row. So, uh, George is the preeminent program in the Southeastern Conference. But Alabama's right there, and they're and they're coming back with another number one recruiting class. And so they'll 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 be fine. When Alabama goes down, it's going to be because Nick Saban leaves, not because they well, hired Tommy Reese or Kevin Steele or what. They hated apparently Alabama fan. And I, again, I don't follow the program like you know like Alabama fan, but apparently they hated Bill O'Brien. Like, oh, hey, he's not, hated Bill well, it doesn't help. He's not a likable dude. Yeah. Where's Bill O'Brien gone where they loved him? Yeah. Not well, he's going places. back to New England where they're very happy. Well, we'll back. see. Yeah. <laughs> Talk to me next year at this yeah. time. And, but, you know. but they did not. And, you know, I, you know, Kiffin seemed to do a good job there. Uh, Sarkeesian seemed to do a good job. I guess if you win a title, you do, you've done a good job there, right? Well, I got this Shazam spotlight. Then we'll go off to break, come back to Tony. And again, one thing, if there was anything the Jags can emulate among the Super Bowl teams that would, I believe, get them in the game next year. Uh-huh. I think there's I think there's something there. I think there's one thing that if oh. they do, like these teams did, they will go to the Super Bowl themselves a year from now. One thing. Yeah, one thing. Just one thing. Well, area, one distinction. Wow. Okay. That's big. Well, we'll drop that on Tony, and he can laugh at me and call me stupid, so I'm used to that. Uh, but before we go, I will say this. The Shazam Spotlight brought to you by ShazamAuto.com. It is, and it's right in line with your Alabama thinking. All right? It's all about saving whoever the quarterback is. Yeah. Be. Did you see the record that Alabama set yesterday? Alabama football? Yeah. 
set, set, set a record yesterday. That's interesting. They didn't play. Oh, they had more Pro Bowlers? They had, on this year's team, mm-hmm. the most Pro Bowlers by any college in any Pro Bowl year ever. Twelve. How many? Twelve. Twelve Alabama players in the Pro Bowl. Twelve were in there. Twelve. Were there any throwaway guys? I doubt it. I mean, I don't Did think. Tyler Huntley go to Alabama? <laughs> Tyler Huntley actually performed quite well. It makes Did you it? think he should be better. What happens in the game? Like the precision passing, he was awesome. He had the best stats yesterday of the quarterbacks. Um, Maybe they let Lamar walk. Twelve, <laughs> twelve <laughs> players in the Pro Bowl yesterday. And no, I can't. There's no like punters or kickers. Wow. Yeah, there's twelve dudes. It's more than any college has ever produced for a single Pro Bowl game. That's a nice little record. Yeah, it's just one of many. I think that they've put together up there. All right, let's talk uh, more ball with our. F- buddy Tony Baselli. It's uh, Breakfast with Baselli from the Super Bowl. Are we doing this? I believe we are. I haven't gotten that text yet, but it's got to be coming. Oh, wait. Uh, Yeah, it's got to be coming any second. It's a Monday morning quarterback, divorcementonly.com. All right, all right, all right. It's Caddy Day at Bushwood, so some excitement here as we are live at the uh, clubhouse. And we know Tony's excited because, as he told us last week, he gets to, like, do nothing for the first time, you know, for the first football time in in years, you know, it's great for you, Tony, as we welcome Tony Baselli, Breakfast yep. with Baselli, Pro Football Hall of Famer. Man, there must be a there must be a nice relief for you that you don't have to sit in a room and wait and do our, or however yeah, they did it the last fair. couple years. But at least that has to be like, yeah, flush that out of your system. You did it for six years in a row, right? Yeah, no, it, it, Dan, you nailed it. I mean, it really was. Um, I don't know. I don't know if relaxing is the right word, but it was like one less thing to worry about. Yeah, I mean, that was and just... It, because it was. It was six years, and it was... The first year wasn't stressful, let's be clear. I was right, just happy to, right. you know... But after that, it was it was a stressful time of year. And it dominates the whole period. I mean, it's all... Oh, and that's all you, you talk and about. Are talking yeah. about. Yeah. That's all you talk about. Now, did about. you so end up making it over to the... When we let you last week, you weren't sure if you were going to run over to Arizona for... We told you, you need to wear, put, put the gold uh, jacket on, walk around Radio Row, and let them know who's there. <laughs> yeah, I have no, I have no plans on going to radio. Okay, one. change your mind. Uh, uh, two, I think I'm. Uh, I have a hotel room. I still have okay. about a flight because I really just want to stay home. Uh-huh. Um, but I, uh, I'm gonna. <clears throat> I think I'm flying out there Wednesday, and I'll come back Saturday. Are you here now, or are you out west right now? No, I'm here right now. So okay, so you'll fly out there. From this here. is the first weekend. It was. I did nothing. Yeah, it was actually glorious. Nice. Did absolutely nothing. Mm. Walk, binged, watch some shows. Mm. Uh, What'd you watch? What's in the Baselli binge watch this weekend? What'd you get? Give us one. I, best, I think the biggest one was like Tom Clan, the Jack Ryan, the latest okay. Jack okay. Ryan. Uh, that was great. What's that? Prime video? Yeah, Prime. Okay. And, nice. Uh, that was fun and played a little golf. Uh-huh. I think I've played like four or five rounds since before uh, Hall of Fame last year. And to you're getting ready. You're getting ready for yeah. golf season, member guests, and those sorts of things. Yeah, just like it was just, and I did nothing. Like, I really, I almost felt like, wow, this is interesting. Did you watch the Pro Bowl at all? What What did you think of Not the newfangled one? Pro- I didn't watch. <laughs> I didn't turn the TV on. I couldn't tell you what happened. I don't know what uh, I. Right, well, I saw on so Twitter some. Well, I saw on Twitter some. Uh, some like highlights of like the flag football and. Yeah. Like, a, uh, skills like you jump. Did you shake your head at the flag football Pro Bowl, Tony, or do you like? Do you see the reason for it? I think it's been flag football for years. Yeah, that's good point. They, they just finally called it what it was. And not trying is not trying. I've determined whether you don't try with pads on or don't try half-heartedly like they did yesterday in flag. It's all the same. 
Like no, nobody was trying to D up their guy and keep him from getting the ball. <laughs> no, it's, it's not. Here's the thing. Football is a physical, tough, at times violent football game. Mm-hmm. And and it's it's a great game because it's the way the schedule is set up and every we every game is a huge event because it's so competitive and it means so much. And when you take that out of it, it's silly. And the Pro Bowl when I was playing still had a competitive element mm-hmm. to it. Right. There were you know, it wasn't full speed, but it was you know, 80%, 75-80%, and then when it, the game was on the line, I mean, guys were going. And right. there was big hits to the Pro Bowl and because and guys wanted to win. There was a competitiveness. It wasn't even close to the regular season, but it was, you know, there was a little bit of something. Right. And when you take that out of it, there's nothing you can create. And there's no, like, nothing you can force guys to, like, kind of go find a way to make that up because it's just not there anymore. And I'm not being critical of the guys playing today. It's I'm Listen, I can give a bunch of reasons why you wouldn't lay it on the line or be super competitive because of the you know the money, the, the risk, and everything else. So I get that. Mm-hmm. Um, and the way guys handled it in the old days, they just wouldn't show up; they'd opt out, and then right. the next guy would come, and he'd be excited to be there, and you know, give you know uh, somewhat of an effort. But so that's gone, and that's fine. And what I think what the NFL's doing here is I'm okay with because you know who loves it? The kids. Yeah. Young people. They love kids it. Kids play flag football now, Tone. It'll be interesting to see the TV ratings because the ratings had bombed. They had to do something. People had finally caught up with it. They're not playing hard. I don't like – last year they got $6.5 It's an unbelievably low number for anything that's NFL-related. You get more from Yeah, the, the funny draft. thing is still, like, bigger than, like – you know, it's not the, anymore. Yeah. We could say we used to could say that, but the, like for instance, the NBA finals had twice as much. I mean, no, you're saying, right. There have been years I, where you know no, I would say NBA uh, first round playoffs is basically yeah. what it is. Yeah, be yeah. close. You're right. That's fair. Tone Jeff has promised us a uh, one thing I got that one Jags aspect. could do. Yeah, if they do this, they'll go to the Super Bowl next year. I've been waiting now for 25 minutes because I went off on different tangents, and now he wants to bounce it off you. Well, here it and is. I need to hear it's what not, it is and get your reaction. I, I, listen, this isn't super insightful. It's things that you've thought of, like, in concept. Mm-hmm. And, and it's a process that might take more than one step. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to say this, mm-hmm. okay? The Philadelphia Eagles are, were, last year, mm-hmm. the 2022 Jaguars. They had a young quarterback who was finding his own. They had a new coach that was pushing the right buttons. They were just good enough to make it into the postseason. Mm-hmm. They were probably a 9-8, 10-7 type football team, right? Mm-hmm. But what they couldn't do was get to the quarterback. They had 29 sacks. Mm-hmm. The Eagles last year had 29 sacks. That's worse than the Jacks' pitiful 35. They went from 29 sacks to 70 sacks and went to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. So I'm here to tell you. Mm-hmm. That if the Jags can go from 35 to 70, they're winning the AFC. Can so that, they do that? That's along the lines of, of Tony and I's plan to get Aaron Donald. Either way. <laughs> you know, I don't know if there's – I don't know if there's – a Now, exactly. in fairness – It's ridiculous. But, well, here's what happened, too. You know, the Eagles, they added Reddick not a lot more. I mean, yeah. they, they drafted Jordan Davis, who was not a sacker. So, they had pieces kind of in place who just yeah. hadn't performed to the level they did this year. I'm not sure we have that. But if, if you do add – you know, what was Reddick? 17 sack guy? I would – Tony, would you agree if the Jags get 70 sacks That's what I'm saying. Super Bowl, but, I'll run with and that. And before we completely <laughs> laugh, Tone, if you'd have told Philly fan that last year, they'd have laughed at you too. They yeah. had 29, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, so here's the only thing I'll say. you got to okay. be careful 
yeah. of picking Copy. one stat and yeah. saying, this is, if they can do this, they're going to get there. Because yeah. I can give you the opposite. I mean, the Bengals were a silly penalty away from maybe going back to the Super Bowl. They had 30 sacks this year. What um, did they have last year? You know, if they had a high number, then that would go the other way. Oh, I, I don't know. I get it. I, I know what you're you, saying. My, my point is, for it, this it, team, not, that is the one thing that's held us back, right? The defense was no, no good last I, year. I don't think it's the one thing. Okay. I, I, I think right. that'd be unfair to say the okay. one thing that held us back was, you know, I, I wouldn't put it all on the front four of not getting the quarterback. Now, that's one of the things they have to improve on. Yeah. It, it's just one of those things you have to be really careful when you say, if we just get this one guy or right. we just do this. I mean, that's why football so – it's so hard to win every year, and it's it's so competitive because it's not one thing ever. The it's, thing about the pass rush, Tony, because I think about Philly, they spent a lot of this year with everyone raving about them having the two highest-graded cornerbacks with Bradbury and Slay, both good players. But before this year in the 70 sacks, never talked about like that. So I think well, yeah, to your point, it'll do other it. things, right? It would make other things better that you think might be that you think might be yeah, but it, it, it's the most important thing on defense that's why yeah. i'm not completely discounting no, no, you. at all yeah. is and you're 100 percent right corners get really good when you get to the quarterback really fast i mean yeah. that's the fact i mean they just now i'm sure bradbury and slay would say wait a second some of those sacks are because we're covering so good on that's the back end too. and we're forcing the quarterback to hold so it's always it's always a combination of things with all right. that said they need to improve the pass rush. There's yeah. no doubt about that. Now, how do you do that? That's a whole nother. Get Aaron you know, Donald, like you suggested last weekend. <laughs> yeah, I genius. know. But that, that, like, that's kind of out there wild. You I don't know, care. I'm doing you know, it. Silly. I, I, I put my fan hat on. Like, what well, if you good. Get this guy? Well, um, the fan, well, here's the problem. Uh, you, you better make room, though, because the fans have hired every top flight receiver in the world the last week. And T. Higgins and, and, and Diggs and all these guys are going to get. So. Hey, Tony, Hopkins. Got, don't forget Hopkins. He's Tony, also I got a question on the other side of the ball that I think has made the Eagles a Super Bowl team, too, and I want your opinion on there. Is their offensive line, like, historically good? Like, where is it? Is it one of the – Best you've seen? Is it just been the oh, best no, O line in the NFL this year? What? It's the best. It's the best O line this year. I, okay. I think it's hard to put it in historical context. Okay, because you know each generation guys are asked to do different things, right. and they are they have the best center in football, right? Jason Kelsey. Now Creed Humphrey, the guy who's playing for the good, yeah. Chiefs, you know, actually was rated I think just a tick higher than him in PFF. Whatever you, whatever value you put in PFF, one way or another, doesn't matter. I mean, if I watch tape, to me, it's it's Kelsey one, Creed Humphrey two, but they're very close, good players. They have the best right tackle, right. Lane Johnson. By the way, that's the guy in the Jokel draft, and we even argued for yeah. a couple of years. After yeah, you're right. I was wrong. Remember? Yep, I was wrong. Yeah, yep. yep. I remember. Um, they have an above average left tackle who's young. Okay. Now I think the left tackles helped out a little bit because of who their quarterback is, but yeah, I mean, he's right. a good player. He's a very good player. He's going to only get better. Okay. And they have, you know, a young the hit on Landon Dickerson, former FSU Alabama player. Yep. 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 Pro yep, Bowl yep. this year, and they got um, the right guards above. I mean, they got guys who are either the best or really good at each of their positions. And so when you have that, and on top of that, mm-hmm. they have a quarterback that makes it really hard to play defense. Right. Because he is, you have to defend him. And his legs. And so they spread you out. They put you on island. They make you choose what kind of coverage you're going to play because, you know, you got Devontae Smith outside and you got A.J. A. Brown, two, yeah. two guys who could argue they're number one receivers. Mm-hmm. They have two number ones. 
Dallas Goddard, another good tight end who's great in pass coverage. So they can spread you out, put challenges on you in coverage, and then they got a quarterback who can use his legs. And so it allows you to do a lot of things. And as a defense, it's hard to just pin your ears back and go after the quarterback um, because you're so worried about 15 other things um, going on. So it's a, so my whole point is it's a combination of being really talented up front and very good and having a great year and staying healthy for the most part. Lane Johnson missed a couple games. Right. Uh, and then you com- combine it with the talent around them and that quarterback, boy, it's, they're tough to defend. They're just really hey. hard to defend. On the on the other side of the ball, where is uh, uh, Spags thought of as a defensive coordinator? Because he was obviously with Tom. He, he shut down he Brady. And shut down Brady, and he's got Jones and Clark playing at a high level of football. So this offense will be tested by a guy who, you know, can scheme up some stuff against the the goat and slowed him down. I I think that's a fascinating matchup inside the game. Uh, uh, he wasn't a great head coach. Sometimes it's circumstances, but as a defense coordinator, man, that guy wins a lot of games. And Tony, to piggyback off that, as you answer it, you've seen Kansas City a lot you've, between the the Jets, yeah. between the title game. Do they have the personnel to help corral Jalen Hurts, which you just said was so important? Yeah. I, well, I, let me start with Spags. Yeah. Okay. Spags is a, a very good. He's in the upper echelon of coordinators. Now, it's interesting with Spags, though his. If you go look at like the rankings at the end of the year, and if you look at the career, right, it's never like he has a top five defense in yards right. or points or like or top three. I mean, they're they're in the upper half. Don't get me wrong; they're good, mm-hmm. but he does a great job of situational football, and they do a great job. He mixes up the blitz. He's not afraid to um, get after you, play man on the back half, and they got some young corners in the championship game. They were playing three rookies across the board because of generous uh, Legere Sneak got hurt. Right. And so they had two outside rookies and a nickel rookie. Think about that. Three rookies playing corner in the championship mm. game. Against Joe and, Burrow. Yeah. And, the, and against Joe Burrow, and they did a and damn did good job. They did pretty good. Yeah. They did very good. Yeah. And it's because they mix up coverage. They, like I said, they're not afraid to play man. They'll get after you. They'll bring the extra guy. But he likes to bring the nickel blitz quite a bit. And then when he doesn't, he got the best defensive tackle in football. Right. That is a nightmare. And just disrupts everything. So uh, you have to account for him. It's going to be, you know, those two guards for the, the Eagles are going to have their hands full. And, you know, I don't think as good as they're playing, you know, throughout a game having to go one-on-one against Chris Jones, good luck. I mean, yeah. that's not – I mean, that's advantage Chiefs. Uh, so you, I think Frank Clark's, a good, Frank Clark's a good pass rusher. He's not a great pass rusher. I think right. he, gets, he seems he, to play he better in the postseason to me a little bit. But he does, but he yeah. also benefits, I think, you know, Chris, yeah. Yeah, Chris Jones pushing the middle – there's nowhere to step up. That helps those defensive ends. So, um, yeah, I mean, Spags is highly respected mm-hmm. and and will have a great game plan, and he's mm-hmm. proven it throughout his career in big moments in the playoffs. You know, they they find a way to scheme it up, and, he's, he, and he calls a really good game. So I don't see Philly, you know, running away with this by any means. I think if, this is – I think this is really close. I, I don't know what the spread is right now. If you're but containing – if you're going to contain Jalen Hurts, and obviously it will be, he ran for a ton of yards, he ran for 15 touchdowns. Is that is that a linebacker? Is that where you have to be best? Is that a safety? I mean, is it is it active defensive ends? Do they personnel wise? How do they match up? Do you with that, spy them, Tony? Task? Do you spy well, they, they match up really well because their line, both linebackers, can absolutely 
fly. Bolton yeah. and Gay can just fly. Yeah. Okay, yeah. good. And so they can go sideline to sideline. They can track down uh, Jalen Hurts. Um, it'll be interesting what they do. I think it's one of those situations. If you're going to play man, I don't think you have to spy him. You have eyes on quarterback. Okay. I mean, when you play zone, excuse me, when you play zone, right, you right. don't. I'm not sure you have to uh, spy him as much because you have eyes on quarterbacks in the secondary linebacker level. Now, if Spags is going to want to play man and blitz, he's going to roll the dice a couple times because if you're blitzing, you can't. But it'll be, I, I do think you probably mix in some some spy coverage in his in in man in a man situation, knowing that if everyone's back to the quarterback and he gets a crease, it's going to be, he's going to get, he's going to eat up a bunch of yards. And he's a guy, you know, you got to tackle. He's like Josh Allen. He's not going to slide all the time. Yeah. I mean, he will, he's physical. He's one of the stronger guys in the league. Yeah. And uh, it's not an easy tackle in the open field when you have Jalen Hurts. He's very similar to Josh Allen, in my opinion, running the ball. Probably he might be a little bit faster, but, Josh Allen eats up yards like yeah, he does. Uh, like business, and he's another guy who's a big sucker who you better tackle because he's not sliding. All right, L- last question on this week's breakfast with Baselli. Do you uh, do you have a rooting interest? You, would you like to see one of these teams more than the other win the game? And who do you think is winning the game based on a lot of the stuff we've talked about? I absolutely do not care at okay. all. I'll probably lean towards Kansas City because they're AFC. I love Andy Reid. Um, just as, like, just I don't know him very well at all, but just from afar. So I probably, I, you know, watching the game, I'll probably be rooting for the Chiefs, but I really don't care. Mm-hmm. I, I, the most exciting thing about for me about the Super Bowl, I will be sitting on my couch. <laughs> you love that. He's been pumped up for two weeks town. for that. Yeah. The yeah. whole family is out of town. Oh. Getting back Saturday night, I'll be oh. by myself Poor Sunday. Baby. Gosh, that's awful. I feel oh. for I'll, you. I'll probably get up. You're playing golf you know, every day this week too, by the way. Every single church, afternoon you're on the golf course. Play a little course. golf and then settle in, you know, at you know, 5 o'clock and just watch football. It's nice. going to be glorious. Mm. Well, good mm. for you. Yeah, so but I don't care who wins. It'll be fun. I think it's gonna be a really good game. I think, I think it's the two best teams in football. Why wouldn't it be the two number one seeds both playing great. great? Yeah, I mean it should be a it should be a terrific game. I, we've gotten we've gotten lucky. We've had good Super Bowls these last few years. We went through a patch there where everything seemed like it was a blowout. But well, remember growing up? Ones. Remember when we grew up? Every Super Bowl was a yeah. blowout. Yeah. God, they were awful. The NFC and then would all just the beat sudden, the hell out of them. Your Broncos the sudden, would always let us down, Tone. <laughs> yeah, I know. They, trust me, it was, a, it was a depressing day. But I, I would say for the Outside the uh, the Bucks uh, Chiefs. Chiefs COVID yeah. Super Bowl, where the Bucks really kind of ran away with that. Um, I think every game's been great. Yeah, yeah, there's been For a lot a long of them. Time. A lot of good For as long ones. as I can remember, twenty three twenty. And game. even the Bucks great winning that year. game, it didn't feel like watching the game like it was blowout. They kept waiting for Mahomes to come back. Yeah, and they yeah. just and they right. did. And that and that Tampa team, what you know, that was they had to go on the road all three games. That was yeah. not a great well, team. Well, I think one of the things that where even when a team gets – it felt like when we were kids growing up, if a team got like a 14, 17-point lead, yeah, it was over. just because yeah. of the style of the game, yeah. it was really yeah. hard to come back. Yeah, not not that anymore. Did, they keep you engaged. But yeah. Because it's so wide open, and teams can score so fast, just the way the game's officiated and called from a rule standpoint, it just feels like you, you, have, you can come back. And, and so I, I think that's also why it makes it interesting. So I'm looking forward – I think the Eagles win. Um. I think it. I think the pass rush gets after Mahomes, and and maybe for one of the first times this year, I think the lack 
I think Tyreek Hill might be missed a little bit because that yeah. lack of speed to stretch the field. Well, especially with some of these other receivers. I mean, Nicole Hardman remains banged up. Even Smith. Yeah. Kadarius Tony's a walking injury. I, I'm I'm done with. I don't want Kadarius Tony on my team. You can't count on him. He's always he's always hurt. So they've got other issues there. Yeah. Uh, so well. I mean, but I think it's you know, I never count out. Andy Reid or Patrick Mahomes or Travis Kelsey's the best tight end maybe in the history of the game. Yeah. Um, so they'll, they'll have a game plan. And, and Andy Reid, you know, Andy Reid will be ready. But it'll be, I, I just, for whatever reason, that defense in the injuries outside at the speed positions, plus no, you know, no Tyree kill. Because, you know, if you look, watch the Chiefs this year. They were not as scary as in the past. Now they still have the number one offense, number one scoring offense, and number one seed. So, but it was they played different, and I think you defended them different this year because you weren't scared of Tyreek taking the lid off. And I think people figure moment. out a little bit. I mean, when the when the Houston Texans are late in the year, you're taking you overtime. You're not that same, you know, bully that you've been for the, the last few years. This is kind of a legacy game too, Tone for. For Mahomes and the Chiefs, if you win two in five years and five straight AFC championships and you've been to, what, three Super Bowls, you are a dynasty. If you lose this game, you're an underachiever to a certain degree. So there's, there's, I think, a little more pressure on the Chiefs. I would, I disagree. Jeff, I disagree with you on the latter part of your your comment. I agree with you on the former that if they win, it's like not Patriot esque like. I mean, Patriots did it for so long. We've got six of them. But now they were on this path of like, wow, five and five, you know, three Super right. Bowls, two, two of them winning, and, and Mahomes is still young. Like, watch out the next five years. Um, if they lose, I, it's still they're one of the great franchises on one of the great runs in the history of the league. I don't they think just, it's a, That's why I say legacy. When we look back in 20 years, though, they won't be looked at. They'll be looked at a lot differently whether well now some will depend on what they do from this point moving forward. That's but I right. would suggest to you that if they lose this, this is the this is their best window tone. This is the I mean, Kelsey still got gas. That ain't going to be true in five years. Mahomes is in his prime. You know, there. This is you know that you got. This is where you make hay a little bit, or you might have to wait like Brady ten years to kind of reboot it with you know the next wave of of what you're doing. Yeah. But yeah, I yeah. just think I. I, I... I think the AFC. You're. I mean, you have to. If you're in the AFC, you better every chance you have. I mean, anywhere in the NFL, any chance you get to go to the Super Bowl, you better go find a way to win. Right. It's hard to now get back. These quarterbacks and it, AFC even more now. Yeah. And but so I'm not disagreeing with that portion of it. But I just think I hear you. With Andy, it's, it's, with it's Andy over... Reid, as long as Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes are at the top of that organization, much like Joe Burrow was asked at the end of the season, "What's your window?" For winning, he's like as yeah, long as I'm quarterback. Yeah. yeah, I think that's the same thing with Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, and that's fair. That's fair. Uh, Tony, enjoy your down week. You deserve it. So uh, have a good time, and and um, we'll talk to you Monday. We'll get your, you know, your your uh, unobtruded. Um, oh, all the, the all the, This would be the first Super Bowl. I'll actually yeah, you'll just really break down. Nice. Just I expect you to take just, notes. Could you take some notes for us? Yes, I'll, I'll right. take notes and I'll share them uh, with you guys before the Monday. So you know what questions to ask. You don't sound stupid. Sound, sounds awesome. We'll talk to you okay. then. Have a great week, my man. See you guys. All right, there he goes. That's Tony Baselli, pride of the Jaguars. Hall of Famer. <laughs> so we're live at the uh, Players' Championship. It's a TBC Media Day. It's always one of our you know funnest days. I wish I could sometimes have a time lapse, Dan, from the very, my first Players' Championship to – and yours is a little bit before me, but I think the facility was pretty similar then. It seems amazing to me, but my very first Players' Championship – 
there was a big, big uproar that they couldn't get the greens right here. Their greens were dead, and the year before they were brown, and they can't. Well, that's happen. when Norman chastised poor yeah, uh, uh, Fred Clout. Freddie Clout. But yeah. but what this this facility has become is just it's like unmatched. It's unrivaled. It's unbelievable, and it's uh, yeah, it's. Like my favorite, uh, one of my favorite players, media days, was when you were in here with it's just an, an oh, incredible yeah, back. back issues and yeah. had to get worked on yeah. before we went and played. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, I remember that one. Oof, that was bad. That was back when I was carrying about another 15 pounds in that gut of mine. I think that may have uh, not helped the back that issues. Wasn't, that wasn't that long ago. It was like two, uh, two or, or three. three ago. Maybe yeah. maybe three. Yeah, at least three. I mean, Ryan was two. In the in the media days as well. Yeah, actually, my it's always longer than you think. Yeah. And then they they used to bring. Um, the defending champs would come by back in the day too, and that was always fun. Yeah, media day used to be very different. Yeah. Media day, the media day and the golf were separate deals. Well, really, it's a, you, we, we've had a media day where they brought the guy in, we interviewed him, and then they had another day where we were allowed to play golf. As you know, Jeff, I'll be out there. I'll buy. You know, I'm not really concerned with the <coughs> score. I'll be dropping a few balls, seeing how it plays from different sure, angles. Sure, you like to know what the guys feel. Yeah. For what they'll go. Well, through. I was going to tell. You, I was going to play the back tees today while you guys went from the white. So. No, today is a day where if you're a smart member of the media, go up to the whites with everyone else. Let's keep this thing moving along. You don't need to test your game from the blues or the golds or anything else. Just stop it. I would suggest I'm, I'm as good as anybody here playing media today, you think? Probably. Probably close. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, if I can play white tee, so can you. Yeah. All right, get where the rest of your group is, yeah. and let's get through this golf tournament. Let's go. Okay? Let's move it. Yeah, I don't need to be looking up, and people are different <laughs> tees. And, you know, I don't need that. This course would be hard enough for you from the white tees. Yeah. And we'll leave it at that. No, it'll be fun. It so, will be for me. Um, yeah. So well, anyway, anyway, that's coming up. So that's a it's a good day for us. We're happy. Did you? Um, uh, I saw something that I'm not sure I I can remember seeing, uh-huh. unless it was a a sandstorm in Dubai. I don't remember a professional golf event being wind postponed by wind. Yeah, it's crazy, huh? I Pebble, Pebble I, Beach. I, all I, I think they've had some wacky weather out there because it wasn't just a month ago we saw that water coming up over. Yeah, the- and they had hail yesterday there. Yeah, uh, but here's the thing with the wind: it's not because they're so soft they can't hit in the wind. The problem is with this fascination that we have now with making greens as fast as you can make them. Yeah, like in Europe they could play in those winds. You know why? Because they let their greens be normal fuzzy greens. They yeah. don't. They yeah. don't have to be so fast. But when you when you shave them, you make them as fast as we make them now to test these guys. The ball doesn't sit. The ball won't sit. It'll blow off the green. Yeah. So they almost had to. They were forced. But they are going to get restarted today um, at, at 11 o'clock. We've got nine holes left. Do you have any extra? Yeah, there's about the, well, exactly for the nine leaders. for the leaders. Yeah. Do you have any extra? There are guys that you would have thought, I would have thought all along would have been bound for live that never went. Like? Justin Rose is a perfect example. Any European, really, Dan. Yeah. I mean, you thought at some point it would get to. Uh, and then there's, like, Cantlay and Choffley never went. They thought right. they were. Right. Uh, Matthew Fitzpatrick, Tommy Fleetwood. Yeah. Um, um, uh, is it is it Westwood? It's one of the other guys. There's some of those guys that I'm just surprised they never kind of landed there. Maybe huh. they weren't offered. I, I don't know. But yeah. Justin Rose – you know, ironically, of the Euros, he's not won in four years. Is that I hear that yesterday? That's probably right. One thing Justin Rose has done is he has won at like some really like premier places. Yeah, like he won at Marion. He's won at uh, he's won at a bunch of different different. Like, Justin Rose burst onto the scene as a 17 year old at, at an at Open, the British, if yeah. I remember. Yeah, uh, he's very very uh, cordial, nice man. A lot of the Euros yes. are. They yes. always have been. 
I, I suggested to Stuart Moore, our you know one of our co-hosts on uh, Brunch of the Tour. Stewie Moore. I suggested because we were right here by the Hall of Champions, and I asked him, would it be okay if mm-hmm. during this segment I did, I don't know, a bit or mm-hmm. a chore. Okay. And I was going to go out to the Hall of Champions. You're going to do the heavy lifting. I was going to do the heavy lifting. I was For gonna, the tour. I was going to walk down. I was going to say, oh, Henry Stinson, take it off, put it on the ground. Keep. Oh, Sergio Garcia, take it off, put it on the ground. Oh, Phil. Take it off, put it on the ground. Oh, wait, there's Norman. Put it on the ground. Cam, last year, put it on the ground. Then there's going to ask for some spray paint and then go to those blank spots on the on the player's wall of champion and just put a big X in there, a big I red think, X. I think that the tour is not in the business of changing history. However, I do believe if you took Norman's down, you'd get no pushback. <laughs> you might be right. I don't Maybe think from like some of the there. other guys. Yeah. Eh, I'll let you leave that one there, Jeff. But if you took Greg Norman's face and likeness and name mm. off of anything associated with the PGA Tour, I don't think the PGA Tour would give. He's a not damn. quote well liked. I love no. this. I love this little live narrative as they try and and I don't even know if it's a live guy who started it. But this, if you had a Ryder Cup format, the live versus the PGA Tour, these live guys. You know what live is short for? Living in dream world. Yeah. Where in the hell do these guys get off that there's any sort of comparison between the talent level on the live and the talent level on the oh, PGA yeah. Tour? You've got to have lost your mind, oh, man. Oh, yeah. Holy cow. Anyway, yeah, Tiger basically said, bleep that, losers. <laughs> basically what he said to that whole idea. But, yeah, so anyway, uh, they'll finish that up, the uh, pebble this week. And then it's Phoenix. Uh, Super Bowl week. And and it's the first of these, quote, I, I may be using the wrong, I don't think elevated is the right word. There's another word, uh, elevated event, though. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the, it called? A uh, distinguished event? I don't know. It's got a, it's got a money event. Yeah. Well, and, and the money players will be there. 23 of the top 24 will be there. That yeah. are, you know. Of course, if you ask others, they'd say, well, what do you mean 23 of the top 24? That's well, that are possible. available. Yeah. 23 of the 24 that are available. Right. And, and, you know, I. I other than that, it's you know you did people are going to get their 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 undies bunched yes. one way or the other. Undies bunched. I don't know why people get so um, like married to these things that it actually causes them stress and tension. Like we're yeah. playing up here, we're doing a radio show. I leave here, I never once in my life think about live golf players and PGA <laughs> players and where they play, or nor do I care on yeah. the show. Right? Yeah. We drive yeah. kind of what the, the opinion is. We'll let you know, but outside of it, I mean, freak, it's golf, bro. Yeah. Yeah. These people acting like this is, I mean, what's a, what's a good rating for a golf tournament? A three? Oh, yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. And now suddenly, boy, you split off into tours and you'd think the NFL just broke up. Yeah. I'm yeah. not spending any time outside of what we well, do. Speaking here. of the NFL, it's Super Bowl week. So that's an exciting time as the yeah. Eagles and the Chiefs uh, make their way to Arizona and uh, media members as well. And, you know, it's the usual deal. It's a big deal. But you got two number one seeds. We haven't had a number one seed win since the 2017 Philadelphia Eagles of Doug Peterson. And you don't remember that as being a number one seed. No, no, but they were. I mean, that's looking such a little upset. And here was uh, and They knocked off Atlanta, and they knocked off – they what, killed the Vikings. Well, the Patriots, I guess, weren't the number one seed that year well, the, also? Well, you said the Eagles. Oh, I didn't oh, know if they oh. both were. I'm, that surprises – oh, they haven't won. They've been yeah. there, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, well, this yeah. year, we got both number numero unos, which is kind of cool. So, Well, I mean, it wouldn't surprise you if the number one seed in the AFC went on a long drought of not winning because it's going to be so hard to win those playoffs. Yeah. I mean, it's just – and by the way, I know I get it, and maybe I should be smarter and not say something like this mm-hmm. because it's documented. The playoff field 
half the playoff field changes every year. Yeah. But, buddy, I mean, you want to tell me right now, going into the year in which these guys stay healthy, right? good luck flipping three or four teams every year in the AFC with Mahomes, Burrow, Allen, Herbert, Lawrence. Yeah. Good luck. Yeah. Yeah, good luck getting new blood in there every year. I'm just not sure it's happening. It'd be challenging for sure. Right. Yeah. Now, you know, there's always this. Someone else comes along. You know, Bryce, no one had Jalen Hurts as this dynamic no. football player that's going to chase him. One of these quarterbacks this year will be the, the man. Yeah. Maybe point. not more than one, but one of them will. And unfortunately, it looks like there's a good chance it lands at the very least in our conference and maybe even our division. Let's take a quick break. All right. Um, we still got another segment, and then we're going to be joined by Jared Rice, talk more about this year's golf tournament. We are live at the Sawgrass, uh, TPC Sawgrass, for today's media day. It's a Monday morning quarterback, divorcemenonly.com. And we're back. We are live at the uh, wonderful, wonderful. We're in the Stadium. Players' Library today. I've read a couple of books already this morning, so that was exciting. I checked out a leather-bound book. Jared Rice, you're here. I'm assuming when the players show up, this first place they come, get some reading in, they like to hang out here and read a little bit. Yeah, you, um, <laughs> you, you, you panicked me a little bit. I'm like, oh, my gosh. I got, you know, what, what, <laughs> no. Is yeah, that an encyclopedia? Grapes or? of Wrath. Let me go <laughs> yeah, take a look. Let me very, see what we got very, out there. Very heady stuff here. Are you allowed to smoke a stogie in here in the player's <laughs> library? Not before noon. Yeah. I love the chairs. Very nice, comfortable. Deep. This used to be, help me here, President's, President's Cup. President's Cup room. Yeah. Yes. Is that room yes. no longer here? or is it's that now the moved? player's library. Well, I know, but did yeah. the President's, all those pictures, where, where did they go to? Oh, um, we've got them in our, our headquarter okay. facility now. So, right. yeah, we oh, did, okay. we the new one, the new facility. I still haven't so, been in that bad boy yet. How long has that thing been open? Uh, six, seven years. Couple years. <laughs> <laughs> Couple years. Couple years. Yeah. Twenty-one. Yeah. Uh, first quarter of twenty-one. So. Uh, by the way, what we have up there, we have some cor- cor- uh, collection of great literature. Mm-hmm. Then we have like some of the classics, um, and then to your point, those really are encyclopedias. Yeah, I thought. Britannica, I believe. Well, you know, this is uh, this is where our, our our field comes to register each. Uh, sure. Each, and then uh, you guys want some light reading? Exactly. Here's Treasure Island. Enjoy <laughs> <Show> yourself. <laughs> uh, I, you know, we joked about it that the weather last year made it so bad that I wonder if some of the things you like debuted or we're going to yep. debut some changes that were going to happen between 21 and 22. You can just kind of let ride, and they're going to feel new, new. But you can't do that, can you? No, no, no. We don't want to do that. And, um, you know, I think this one of the things that our, our team is really focusing on is, you know, get, getting we, – we, we've all had routine related to players, like Players Week and, you know, you're, you're having your pre-parties. You're, you know, you're, hey, I'm entertaining on Thursday. I'm going to meet with my friends on Friday or Saturday, and we're going to hang out on four. You know, just really thinking about how do we – you know, recreate that and get people back into the routine. I mean, it was very, it's disruptive. I mean, when you have, you know, right. a 50 degree weather drop, uh, you know, three restarts, uh, you know, three fronts, uh, 30 mile hour gusts. Uh, Not lightning. to jinx anything, but I can't <laughs> imagine you would ever see anything like that again. <laughs> uh, a very trusted <laughs> yes. uh, meteorologist yeah. locally said that's that's a hundred years. Well, and yeah. let's, let's <laughs> to your point though, about kind of just reengaging normal. Yeah. Let's not, that's, you know, this, been pretty hexed here for three years 2020 we played one round we quit yeah. Yeah. 2021 still covid restricted there was no one yeah. on the grounds or not many people yeah. uh, I as a member of the media i kind of like that year uh, <laughs> and then last that. year with all the you know with all the weather i mean really we've had three you know throw i don't want to say throw away but three years where the players has not been able to be the players and i'm sure there's some 
you know, fun and looking forward to being able to do that again. Absolutely. This year. And uh, what's been great, whether it's media, yourselves, uh, partners, I was just talking to um, uh, sponsors who happen to be here who's, who's had a um, hospitality out on, on 17 for a number of years. He said, listen, it's, you know, this is what our national, you know, their partners, their stakeholders, their business yes. relationships, they look forward to this so much. And we've really built this, even in times like we were describing, um, you know, people made the best of it. Um, our partners at Ultra uh, were laughing about it last week, how the uh, the uh, Marriott ran out of uh, Michelob Ultra on, <laughs> on, on, on Friday. Um, so not not what we want to keep doing every year. But, um, you know, again, just really resilient group of partners and and. Uh, and volunteer. So looking forward to getting back to what we all have come to know and love about Players Week. And we do love. And it's <laughs> it's been so, you know, it's such a staple in the Jacksonville community and the area. And, I mean, people flock. And it's – listen, we used to get in the debate of March versus May. I always loved March because, to me, it was sort of like the start of spring and the, mm-hmm. and the golf season, of course, weather permitting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but I, I – I, I can't wait, and I think it's a you know it's and most people can't. They love it, and then the you know you know that it'll be you're less than thirty days away, right? Yeah, twenty nine. And so <laughs> who's counting? And in about fifteen of those days, then then the requests start coming for tickets, tickets, <laughs> tickets, tickets, tickets. Everybody yeah. wants tickets. Well, Everybody loves there. to come out here. We so. all, we've all, and you've done so much to enhance. I mean, you give people a reason to come. Every day, whether it's, you know, military day or obviously the golf tournament itself, there's always something going on. And I, it's, it's awesome. I, I'll give you the reality that screams that more than anything. Mm-hmm. Get a non-football plant fan who knows nothing about football to go to a football game. Yeah. Get a non-soccer fan that doesn't follow soccer to mm-hmm. go to a soccer game. Mm-hmm. You got 40,000 people out here sometimes that don't know a thing about golf. Wouldn't know a par from a triple bogey, but... That's how attractive and how big this thing has become. We, we, I agree. You hear a lot of that. And, again, whether you're here for um, to entertain or to see your friends, it really has become such a, a, a great social event for the community. And then, you know, the players, they don't uh, – you know, they, they put on quite a show. And, like, Jane, you were mentioning about March. I thought, you know, it was a pretty interesting point is that when – you know, just competitively, people sometimes uh, forget about how the course was originally designed with mm-hmm. March in mind. Mm-hmm. And this happened last Saturday. Stuart uh, and I were out here, and, uh, you know, you've got that north wind blowing India on, mm-hmm. one, I mean, 1 changes. and 18 and, and 17. A little, little different yeah, than for sure. in spring when it's coming from the other way. Stuart Moore, uh, <laughs> you mentioned him, has prepared you some notes. I was wondering what his best note is that he has prepared yeah. for you that yeah. you would like to share with and the has he? Jared Rice. I, I've sensed the last couple of years a, a real <laughs> disappointment that you've had with him. Has he grown into the job more since we spoke last year? I think year? what's the um, – well – yeah, you know, we were, we we're going to have a um, performance uh, review of okay. right uh-huh. here live on. Nice, <laughs> oh, wonderful! He loves that. And, uh, as he just shoves as, another as sausage biscuit in his mouth. I don't know how many he's had today, but <laughs> today's pairings that was the key. That's okay, the most, oh. that's the most important <laughs> okay. thing out of today's notes. All right, okay. All right. Did <laughs> in, in all seriousness, yeah. what what I know every year you take is there things you want to let people know about this year, and what are some other. You know, at this point, we're getting into slight changes. We're not yeah, going to yeah. reinvent the wheel. But what are some differences in this year's tournament compared to years well, past? Well, again, th- thinking about routine is something we'll keep talking about a lot. And, mm-hmm. you know, start making your plans. Get your tickets. Look at your week. Parking. Um, uh, parking. You know, like, okay, here we go. We're talking about parking again. Um, but, I mean, those are important things. But yeah. thinking about how you're going to get here, um, you know, Uber's – 
back and performing better just as a, as a company and just what it's, you know, uh, availability um, on, a, on a daily basis. So we'll get more of that. We've got um, a couple of shuttles that we're providing complimentary that are leaving out of Nocatee that will come into the, the tournament. So we'll have um, uh, that available to, to the public. I had a terrific idea for the parking. Oh, excited. Oh, go ahead. I mean, this is it's free. Solve your parking if you, problems. If you want to utilize oh. this, yeah, I don't need any. You don't have to compensate me in any way. But we're a big military town, indeed. And I say you get a few of those big old huge Navy uh, helicopters. You yeah. chopper them in. Yeah. You pick them over there. You fly them in. You land them right out here behind. You know, seven. You bring them in forty at a time. They're in. They're out in three minutes. I cannot believe I haven't thought of that. Well, <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That's what they do on the live. I'm kidding. Oh, no, he did. Oh, I don't know what to tell you. No, he I just did, said I was going to. I just said I would take them down one by one and put an X on. Mm. We know where I stand. Mm. Uh, if I had to die, Coke, your, your, uh, your green speed just went up. <laughs> <laughs> I think y'all doing no. all right. Talk a little uh, bit. No, we, 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 uh, real quickly, one other mm. thing that um, for, for fans thinking about. Uh, I'm kidding about out. the choppers. No, no, you know, there would be the uh, Jeff Prosser <laughs> Memorial Helipad. We'll get on that. Um, is the 8-9 uh, area. So when you all are mm-hmm. playing today, the transition left of 8 to 9-T, we moved the 9-T, uh, extended it back about 30 Oh, yeah, yards. yeah, I'd seen that you all and, were going to And to the right of that is now this awesome Is it behind area. the green, or is it doesn't go back that far? No, it doesn't go back quite that far. Yeah. But um, our partners at Tito's are going to build out th- that area. So mm-hmm. it'll be a really cool gathering I have spot. a question about yeah. that. Is that really changed – for the players, doesn't it just mean they'll just hit a driver up there to close? Like, what is the reason for lengthening that hole? It gives you the think? opportunity to just, um, you know, try just to provide more, more risk reward. Yeah. And I think if it, you know, again, at any point in time, our competition group is saying, hey, sure. is, there, is there predictability? You're talking about number eight? Number, number nine. nine. Oh, number nine, nine is like. Well, I think what happened yeah, is, yeah, you know, what, yeah. what if you, I think what's happened now is a lot more people go for and get there in two than maybe the initial. But I think before, if I'm, I think they were kind of hitting three wood yes, up there, yes. and so now yeah. they can just go to yeah. a driver. But maybe yeah. that's harder. You and know, it's a hard, can't I control mean, it's it. They correct. may blow it out correct. there, and so nine could become more of a swing hole. That'll be that's always yeah. fun. And right? that second shot is still t- wild. I mean, the idea I, that it's amazing how good they do that it. into a green yeah. that is you know twenty yards maybe wide is it's not even. It's we're always goal. reminded on a day like this where we go and play the <laughs> golf course how hard it is, how tight it is, how difficult they make it look so easy. Oh my god. Absolutely incredible! So yeah, it, is. it is. It looks. It looks fantastic. You'll have a great, great time today, and then um, you know we'll be we'll be ready. Well, we're to looking forward to the March. event. We'll be out here every day, as you know. It's it's one of our favorites, and it's just been amazing. You know, Dan's been here even a few years longer than me, but you know, 1991 was my first players, and mm. just what this the, the course. The yeah, I mean, I'll always have a soft spot for John <laughs> Mahaffey. One of my first players. Cigarette dangling. <laughs> Johnny Mahaffey did it. You're damn right he did. I think it was the 86. That was back in the day where the boys would just, just be dragging on bullets all day. <laughs> They're all smoking. There's one guy on tour right now who looks like he should be smoking cigarettes. Yeah. Keith Mitchell to me looks like he's a Mitch. cigarette smoker. He okay. looks like he should be just tugging a Winston right, as he walks down 14 <laughs> today. I don't know. Maybe I don't know. Uh, anyway. Anyway. Uh, anyway. Anything, <laughs> so that's it. We're all no. good. You got your you – no, your today, notes out. Yeah, I got my notes out. I, I feel good. good about today. But right. um, again, we'll we'll keep ca- we'll keep sure, catching up and sure. checking in. And for we've sure. got a, a ton going on. Yes. So uh, it, advise people hit the website, get yourself ready to come out. And we've got uh, a lot of new things happening. New food vendors, bigger tent. tickets are still available. Tickets are still available. Yeah. Players dot com. Yep. Um, go there. Get your parking get your early parking as best early, you can. Right. Make some and, plans. Um, we're also we are having um, uh, opening weekend. So uh, uh, March third, fourth. 
we'll open up the fan shop and you have a chance oh, to come good. out, take pictures. Is uh, that new? Or we, we did that last year, but, mm-hmm. you know, again. Kind of catching on. It's starting to well, catch you do, you Get that, your gear. In all uh, seriousness, you do a terrific job out here, all you and your staff, and I know that you know that too. So yeah, uh, thanks for having us out today. Appreciate you, man. Thank you. And we'll see a bunch more here over the course of the next uh, month or so. Sounds great. We'll all do All right. That's Jared Rice, Executive Director of the Players' Championship. We'll take a quick break. We'll be back with more on the Monday Morning Quarterback, DivorceMenOnly.com. Yes, sir. Hanging out here on a Monday at the stadium course, the beautiful clubhouse. It's wonderful. Thank you to Jarrett Rice for stopping by. Yeah, big what plans wonderful as event. well, and just hoping for a great week that week, weather-wise. If I went ahead and took down. I felt like I need. I went ahead and took down the picture. So we'll okay. just leave it at that. No more references. Don't need to explain. I didn't think it was too soon. I mean, it is what it is. Here, yeah. So. Yeah. No need to explain. A little irreverent joke every now and then. That's kind of what I do. I don't know what to tell you. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, um, we're back. Uh, the Pro Bowl is in the books. It looks like it's here to stay. The players spoke highly of it. Did they? Yeah. I mean, for what it's worth, they got to have some sort of celebration of the league. Well, listen. And, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> they might if it's in Vegas. Yeah. Right. You know. you got to do something. You know. They You're not going to get – it's important to have a Pro Bowl. You need that honor. You need to have players honored as the best because we've used it forever and we'll continue to use it, like I said, as a benchmark. Well, yes and no. I can't take it seriously if Tyler Huntley's in it. No well, that's just one. Let's see if that happens every year. And, by the way, that's, hap- that's not the first time it's happened. We've no. had a lot of years with the quarterback position where they fall out that's and somebody fact. else comes in. But I, don't, I, think, I feel like it doesn't happen at the other positions as much. I think the quarterbacks are spoiled and rich and they – it's not the end of their world. Well, if it does. I think the other players don't pull out like the quarterbacks do. The quarterback position is the one that just they all jump ship. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree. It was fun to watch Trevor when it was his turn. You know, he got one game. Uh, Peyton did it kind of interesting. He, he had you know, three different flag football games. He had three quarterbacks. He let every guy have a whole game. The NFC would bump him around a little bit within the game. Right. Um, we make fun of Huntley. He was the best – participant of the quarterbacks all week as far as just the skills contest. And well, then he, yesterday, I didn't see yeah. enough of it to yeah. have an opinion on that. So, um, I didn't – whatever. It is what it is. Well, he had two touchdown passes here. I don't think he's a very good NFL quarterback, but whatever. Um, I After the Pro Bowl ended, the, the Knicks came on. They were playing the 76ers, and they started – you know, the Pro Bowl went long, and I wanted to watch a real game, and my Knicks were playing, and I looked up, and it was 31-12, and I was like, oh, God. Yeah, we're actually down doesn't, by 23. It doesn't look point. like a good uh, – this looks like one of those throwaway games, but to their credit, they went on a little 14-0 run. It's the NBA, man. It, nothing yeah, matters. Yeah, 20-point lead is worth. 20 points leads are – it's yeah. amazing. Yeah. And we've blown more than we've come it's back so on, good. but they ended up coming back and winning, so that was nice. And then um, – which leads into the uh, Kyrie trade, and Kyrie Irving gets dealt to the Dallas Mavericks, and uh, – I just am amazed at guys who will try to, like, stand up for Kyrie. He's the goat of bad teammates. Nobody can kill an organization or a franchise. I really um, – I'm, I'm beyond, you know, the, 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 the lack of respect for Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving is GTH and never doing it. I don't he give needs a, to put his nose to the grindstone, go down and give Dallas yeah, he um, need 40 do games. He doesn't care. Well, he doesn't. Yeah. A, real, uh, a, a genuine athlete who cared about teammates and championships would need to do that. But Kyrie's a fruit loop. He, he obviously, yeah, he obviously wants to go to L.A. He wants to play for the Lakers. I give the Nets 
owner credit. I'm not trading you the Lakers. That's what I like you that. want. Yeah. You go to Dallas. He said, we're sending him to Dallas because I know he wants to go to L.A. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. Lakers made offers. He's a terrible, terrible teammate. It's an unbelievable and, – and shame on Dallas, you fools. You're fools. I don't mind Dallas. Yeah, I don't well, mind not, uh, well, taking a shot. That's fine, but you're not – I mean, again – They weren't going to win with Dodo and, and – and, Well, they're not winning with, with, with him, and they've now lost first-round you know, draft picks. Yeah, but Whatever. It yeah, doesn't matter. It, I'm just saying – I think they feel like if I'm Mark Cuban, I, I like it just because I'm going to take a chance – I'm going to let Luca know that Luca were trying, and then if it doesn't work and he goes to L.A., which we think he will, unless we can, you know, convince him that this is a pretty good culture for him, but who knows? And by the I, way, who's going to pay him? I just don't what think he, what he's going to demand. But I think that uh, Dallas is at the point with Luca that guys will want to go play. With I guess him. here's my my my. I guess my reality is this, and that doesn't mean you don't try. So to whatever, if Dallas thinks they can spin the spin the wheel and come up on Kyrie, and it matter, I. You know, if they had called me first, mm-hmm. like sometimes NBA teams will. And they did not know that. Yeah, if they called me first, I would have told them, well, I mean, you can trade for them, but it just absolutely does not matter. Mm-hmm. This is an unimpactful move, Dan. It does not. Dallas has no chance of winning at all. None. You know how I know this? How? Because Kyrie Irving just played four years with Kevin Durant. How'd that go? Is Luka better than Kevin Durant? Kyrie does have a ring. Is LeBron has one that he came along for, and because he made, he made the shot, yeah, he made the shot. And then he had he's had teams to himself now for eight years, and he's awful. Doesn't even make the playoffs half the time. Doesn't play half the time. <laughs> so, if you cannot win with Kevin Durant, how are you going to win with Luca? Riddle me that. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, it's a good question, right? And so I don't. I mean, I don't know what the Mavs expect out of going and getting Kyrie Irving, other than. A new form of tension that they never had because they have two ball-dominant players who are going to need the basketball. It'll never work. Kyrie never ends up getting along with his teammates. They always end up hating him. Every single time he alienates the other superstars. Let's not forget that, you know, he couldn't get along with LeBron the first time. Right. You know, it was his team. It wanted to be my team. This, that, and the other. Kyrie's crazy, dude. I mean, so again, I think the Magic have potentially done more harm than good. That's just I you you it, you can do it and think and look. I know from a basketball standpoint, you've added like a, another really good player you haven't had. But I just it like the sum of the parts doesn't equal when you when you factor in Kyrie Irving. Every time he's been asked to be the alpha dog, he's failed so badly mm-hmm. that he's ruined his reputation and the teams at least short term that he was on. Look at what the mess he's left in Brooklyn. He ran off James Harden. Yeah. He demanded a trade. Right here, by the way, the Nets are doing pretty good, Dan. They're 12, 14 games over 500. KD's going to come back. This is a team that could have made a run. Oh, yeah. They definitely could have made a run. This guy wants to to go home. It's all about him. He can't go more than two months without He's just terrible. So if the Mavs think they're getting anything that's stabilizing and will push them toward a title, they're crazy. He's not good enough. He's a good player. He has his moments. He's not a top ten player in the league. I don't know about that. How? Dan – how could you put him in the top ten? By what standard? By what measurement? Is Kyrie Irving a top ten player in the league in your opinion? Just out of curiosity. <laughs> no, he's not top ten, but he's no. he's up there though. But he's yeah. a good player. He well, how is Kyrie Irving any better than Trey Young? How are they any different? He's better, he's better than Trey. Than Trey. How? What yeah. and what by what measure? Better shooter. Tower. He's not a better shooter. Yeah, he is. <laughs> better score. <laughs> yeah. Hey, okay. Trey Young averages twenty eight and Kyrie averages twenty seven. Yeah. 
Kyrie averages five assists. Trey Young adds nine. My point is not to build up Trey Young. My point is this is what yeah. this is what Kyrie has done to everyone. Yeah, you're 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 selling him a little short. How? <laughs> he's, a great, what, he's a great player. He's in a, what category? I think, I think he's a top ten player. Uh, well, that's because can, you're not looking at all the players. He can he can create. He can get a shot. He can score. He's he's a he when he's hot he's unstoppable basically I've I've watched him I've watched him against the Knicks numerous times where he'd score you know 18 points in a row or well, I've whatever. seen Trey Young do that to your Knicks yeah. too is my point and again yeah. it's not Trey Young's a good player yeah you're not getting a top player to me I ain't again I I'm not I'm not I've never been a particular Kyrie hater whatever he's yeah. weird he's odd mm-hmm. but this this nonsense where you just bail on your team it's just Gosh, it's so Kyrie, though. He did the same thing in the Celtics. Yeah. Just walked off, left them sitting there. Um, yeah, it's it's a, it's a mess. It is a mess. And it's uh, it's interesting, and we'll see what happens uh, and how it goes going forward. So uh, back to football, and we start, you know, decision time is coming. And Derek Carr is one of the first guys up. They're going to have to do something with him because he's due $40 million, I think, three days after the Super Bowl, so I think that's coming. Uh, what what are the Ravens going to do with Lamar Jackson again? What's going to happen with Aaron Rodgers? The quarterback carousel is ready to spin, and guys will be getting on and off. I kind of get the feeling that Aaron Rodgers may be done in Green Bay this time. I think Green Bay now didn't want him. I think Green Bay is the one that got the closure. Well, whoever, whoever like, it is, I kind of feel like Aaron Rodgers won't be the pack quarterback. I guess my point is, though, Aaron took a, tried to take his ball and go home and hold him over a barrel and say they weren't, and they bit the bullet, and they re-signed him, okay? Mm-hmm. And now they get to have closure on – they get to decide. Yeah. Last year, the Packers didn't get to decide, it felt like. you know. He, Jordan Love is 24, which is the same age as Aaron when Aaron took over. Three years in the league, just like Aaron. Uh, this is a bad deal for the Packers. Jordan Love is going to – they're going to have a new quarterback in three years, right? Oh, well, they might. Yeah. I mean, I don't know enough about – I don't know. I mean, did we know that Aaron Rodgers was going to be great when he was in no. Ron Favre? Well, we knew, he was a lot higher, more highly acclaimed than was Jordan he? Love. Yeah. Was he? For okay. sure. Okay. I mean, remember, I still remember the narrative on Aaron Rodgers being, what in the hell's going on on draft day? He shouldn't have fallen that far. You know, he was, oh, that part for sure. But did, wh- Whereas Jordan loves the other. Where yeah. did he come from? Why are they taking him here? That's fair. I just wonder, if, though, over the three years of time in the NFL. Yeah, I don't know. That I don't know. I don't know Aaron how much Rogers, either. Like, were, were yeah. there whispers in Green Bay, like, this kid, you should see him at practice. Like, I do. Th- I do I, you know, I'm not going to pretend like I remember exactly. But, yeah, I do remember it being more heat on – Far like Jordan Love has never put an ounce of heat on Aaron Rodgers. It's just the no. organization that says we got to do this. The only Whereas before Aaron Rodgers, I mean, there was like a legitimate. Uh, do we are we sitting the better guy? It finally came up this year, and it was more of why play Aaron <laughs> if you know we're not going anywhere. And then Aaron came out basically said, "Look, we can still get in. I want to go. Until we're eliminated, yeah. I'm playing." And he almost got him back. And he did. Or the team almost got back. Yeah, they blew the Detroit game at the end of the year, but yeah. Rodgers to 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 Vegas though makes a lot of sense. I would. I mean, if I'm Vegas, I would bend over to do that. I one. just think there's so many intriguing. Like, can you trade? Because like Carr's what? under contract. Can you trade Carr for Rodgers? Uh, I mean, why wouldn't both teams want to do that? Like, if you're the or if you're the Packers, you don't want that. You want to turn it over to Jordan Love because Carr's better than Love. I would think. Yeah, but I don't want to. Don't want to spend that much. money. Yeah, I don't know what he makes. He Derek makes Carr. Yeah. I don't know what how much tons he's. Pulling in again. I, I I go back to the Derek Carr and Kirk Cousins are this are carbon cousins copies. better carbon copies to me and 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 I 
and the fact that I just don't know if those guys can win. Derek Carr has, well, he's got, shoot, what, two playoff games? I guess the thing is, I think they can win. Like, you know, you'd say, I don't think, you know, we could say, I don't think Nick Foles will ever win. I don't think Brad Johnson will ever win. For sure. Well, those guys are similar to those guys. Yeah. They have their moments. Yeah, but they're not. The weird thing about Foles winning was Foles. The weird thing about Foles winning is Foles Foles won because of Foles, not because the defense was great or the running game was unbelievable. No, he played a great game. He just played played a great season. Like a great wow, one season. It was a month. Yeah, if well, it had been a season, six eight games. If it had been a season, he wouldn't have made right, it because well, he would have got hurt. Maybe. Uh-huh. One maybe. thing about Foles is he gets hurt. Not afraid to get hurt. Man, did um, yeah. So anyway, no. I was so so. I just when I look at those guys, I just if you are are they French? Is 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 Derek Carr and 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 Kirk Cousins franchise quarterbacks? They are, are in some ways. In some ways, I don't think they are. Well. I, I you know I, I don't I don't I I'm not ready to say that they, those teams don't win because of them. But I will say this: if you if I'm in the Jaguars, okay, mm-hmm. and I don't have a quarterback, mm-hmm. and you're going to say you can have Derek Carr, or Jordan Love, who are you taking? You take Derek. Carr. Yeah. yeah, and the same thing with Kirk Cousins. You have Kirk Cousins or Jordan Love. You take Kirk Cousins. I don't know why. If I'm a Packers fan, I'm miserable today. I'm miserable with that we had a great quarterback, and it's not that we went for another one, but we went for the wrong one. Like, yeah. at a time where we still had a window with the other one. It was terribly mismanaged. I mean, at least when they drafted Rodgers, they needed to draft him. I mean, Farr was old. He wasn't playing great. It made sense. Rodgers, they drafted this kid when Rodgers was in his prime winning an MVP. Yeah. Just, yeah. A, just a really strange. It wasn't strange... so much. I don't think Aaron was so much bothered by the fact that it was another quarterback. I was thinking you wasted that yeah. pick. On something that would have helped. could have had a receiver sure. or a lineman or something. Thing yeah, that is can contribute now. Right, we haven't won, um, and we could probably look at that draft and specifically say, okay, boom, boom, boom. But that whole that whole carousel, and then ultimately what San Francisco decides to do is spinning now. And I assume that San Fran will just say, okay, we'll let Trey take back over. But what if they had a chance to get Aaron Rodgers for a year? Do they put off Trey Lance another year in the pursuit of that Super Bowl? You know, I saw. Um, yeah, what was I saw? Uh, I yeah. And what does Tampa Bay do now? They're not just going to hand the reins to Kyle Trask. Or Gabbert. Is Gabbert's Gabbert free agent? Free agent. Yeah. So they're going to go I, find yeah. somebody. Can you imagine if it's like, you know, Richardson to the Panthers and we got like Richardson Trask dueling in the NFC South for the next five years? Could happen. Oh, man. Could happen. Um, did you watch any of the NASCAR this weekend? Yeah, I was on last night. Um, it's a tight track. Uh, I noticed that there were 15 cautions last night, and there were only five there last year, so a little more aggressive Here, driving. Here's, here's, I guess, the issue for me Martin with NASCAR. True, and Martin Truex won, yeah, I believe. And he'd been in a ton and never won one before. A mm-hmm. couple of things about that. Mm-hmm. When you go to L.A., you're going for what reason? What do you mean? If you take NASCAR to Los Angeles, California, and run it in the Coliseum, why are you doing that? What's the reason behind it? What's your biggest payoff for doing uh, making a move like that, rather than just doing the clash at Daytona when everything normally works out? Trying to grow the sport, I would assume. Yeah, sure. Right. Trying to put it in a different. Okay. If that is true, okay, mm-hmm. maybe make the whole format a lot less convoluted, so that any new fan you're trying to approach has some prayer of being able to follow along with what the hell's going on mm-hmm. because if you watch that thing from start to finish from the practice to the qualifying to the races to the end mm-hmm. you have no idea what in the world we are doing to get to the final end point right you've convoluted like the bush class used to be simple dan 
It was prestigious. If you won a pole the year before, you raced in the race. They had a couple of, you know, if you're a former cup champion or yeah. you're a former, then you could get in. Well, now any and everyone gets in the clash. They give you 15 different ways to do it. Right. You don't understand the timing. Wait, you're taking five, and then those get to go in another race. What now? Yeah. Because that's what they did. They ran like three races. Yeah. They took five from each, and they took all the losers, let them run another race, right. and then they gave some wild cards. It's right. like right. it just it, it was just convoluted. I, I'm not – like last year I, I railed more on just the venue. It didn't seem like it was right. I mean, whatever. If you guys want to run on a quarter-mile track, and it's up to you. Yeah. But from the, the – I don't think – I'm not sure you grow – I don't know if it makes for the most exciting race. Like, is that – to me, a quarter-mile track is just too small for NASCAR to excite me. It's just it's too hard to maneuver and do anything. I think if I was NASCAR, maybe because I did it in L.A. last year, maybe I'd go someplace else this year to a different – that kind of – Yeah. To kind of try – if I'm trying to grow, grow the sport, I did a year in L.A. That was kind of fun. Now let's go try – I don't like know the what, hat, like what like, venue can we do it in Rome? Like, or I don't know. Like, like if you're new to NASCAR, <laughs> the Coliseum. If you're new to NASCAR and you're watching the Clash last night, and then they get to a, a lap 75 and they stop and do a concert, right? That's not NASCAR. No. That's not what NASCAR does. So you're no. not really. And by the way, I, I don't even understand the stopping at 75. Yeah. I know. Do they reset? Do they bunch? I don't even know what they do. I'm asleep by that point, Nick. I didn't watch. I just. I don't know. I just. It seems a little convoluted for what your mission is with having that race out there and yeah and so i guess i guess we'll see yeah it's it's uh but daytona now is the, the yeah. official beginning of the season yeah. is what two weeks away two yeah, weeks from this just weekend. around the corner man yeah It'll for sure fun. all right let's uh, come back we'll, we'll wrap up the show see what's trending et you good with that we can make that happen stay ready and got to get ready so uh there, there's that it's the monday morning quarterback divorcementonly.com all right we're back here it's the monday morning quarterback divorcementonly.com is um uh, we transition here on the on the calendar. We got one more football game left. Oh no! Had the Senior Bowl this weekend. Saw the uh, was the Fresno quarterback who was the Hainer. MVP? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So nice to not be in the. You know what I thought watching this? So nice to not be in the quarterback market. I think it's nice not to be in the player. You're always in the player procurement, but it's not as huge a deal. Like we we spent the offs. Now it's dangerous because we were wrong, but it's not going to be that way anymore. But in 17, after the 17 season, we. We talked about Super Bowl offseason. We weren't as concerned about who we drafted and and such. And then we ended up drafting Taven Bryan. You know, it didn't work. Sure so, Lamar, maybe. Um, so uh, there are dangers, but it's nice as a city to have excitement and, you know, really be looking forward to what's going to happen next year with this football team. I mean, to Look. be excited about it, to be looking forward to the schedule. The draft is fine. Who are we going to get? I don't know. You know, we'll see. You know, well, there's we'll not get... just that unbelievable pressing need you're going to fill at 24. Yeah, right. When you're trying I mean, to think the top about five, you think get... about the Chiefs. If Trevor again, Patrick Mahomes right now is a cut above everyone. He's going to his third Super Bowl in five years as a starter. Okay, so and been to all five. He's been in the final four all five years as a starter. But they lost the cheetah, Tyreek Hill. They got rid of him. Because he got too expensive and too demanding. And on the defensive side, the Honey Badger was a heart and soul of that defense, you could argue. And he's gone. Well, because they have the quarterback, they're okay. But they have the quarterback, I will so say okay. this to the Jags' end. Not near to that level. Mm-hmm. Like, and I still think overall having Trevor means you're, you're not falling off too far. You're right. always going to be, you know, relevant. But I will say this. Lost in the magic mm-hmm. of the fun that we had down the stretch mm-hmm. was – an ankle gra- 
dragging score by Marvin Jones, followed by a perfect two-point conversion that hit a guy right in the hands and he caught it. It included a defensive score in overtime when the other guys drive into midfield. Mm-hmm. It included, you know, trailing the Titans in the final game of the year where you're not even going to make the playoffs if you don't get that strip sack fumble. Mm-hmm. I mean, we won by the skin of our teeth, man, the last half of the year. Mm-hmm. That entire – you take away the Houston game. Yeah. And maybe to agree the Jets game. They are up against it that entire time. Oh, so yeah. it's not like we're like on some steamroller path. Hopefully no. next year you take that step up till you're that team. So well, you want to be the Eagles. You got to next year. So, yeah. But, but if you have the third youngest team in the league, then part of the reason for optimism is you're counting on those young guys Getting to better. get better. You need and them to. That's fair. You need Walker Little to get better and Trevor to get better. And Trayvon. And Trayvon to get better and, you know, those guys to get better. Yeah. And if they do, then you'll – And it's really – Fortner to get better and so – And a lot know. of them can. Tyson Campbell and Andre Sisco on yeah. down the line. There's yeah. a bunch of them. I, I will say this too. You know, we'll just we'll, – we'll just – we probably shouldn't – grip too much about what they can be or what they are until this offseason settles a little bit, especially free agency. Mm-hmm. We're going to feel different if we get through free agency and this team has lost Evan Ingram and Jawan Taylor. At least we should. We'll feel nervous. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that, that it took forever to find a tight end that was productive. I, If it means franchising that cat, I think that's – yeah. and we even talked and you would prefer even Jawan Taylor as an important piece. So I think he's an important yeah, piece. Yeah, I do too. I just think if I have to choose between those two that I'll probably go Ingram. Uh, E.T., let's see what's trending before we get out of here this morning. Trending is brought to you by Pet Paradise. A new puppy, new year, and you have a new home away from home for your loved one. Uh, they call it man's best friend. woman's best friend. It's human's best friend. It's your dog. And nobody treats them better for the resort-style environment like Pet Paradise. So from New Day Veterinary Care to the ultra-modern facilities, uh, any and everything that you would want when it comes to your pet services, Pet Paradise is going to do better than anyone else. It's it's a fact. Well, once you go to Pet Paradise, you won't go anywhere else. So go to PetParadise.com today and set your appointment. Number five. A hospice facility in Iowa has been fined $10,000. Gentlemen, can you take a wild guess why? Hospice facility. Uh, murder. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, I, yeah, it's, uh, again, you're at end of life here. This is such a delicate time, so mm-hmm. something tells me I'm going to feel like 10000 wasn't enough. What did they do? After they mistakenly presumed the woman was dead hours before she was discovered gasping for air inside a body bag at a funeral home. Oh, you got to do Yeah, that. as I said, 10000 is not near enough justice hey. for that. You put a lady in a body bag and send her off to the morgue, and she's alive. So, oh, yeah. yeah oh, I'm going gonna, gonna, yeah. to take a pass on the, on the Iowa hospice care. Number four. Make money. Start a real hospice in Iowa, you know, where you don't send off live people in body bags. Oh man, this, here's a, this is like I can see this happening to me. A boy purchased <laughs> multiple orders of jumbo shrimp, chicken sandwiches, chili cheese fries, and ice cream. I saw this. Uh, it was a six-year-old boy. He used his dad's phone to yeah. order over. A th- <laughs> yeah. To order over. A th- his dad gave him. The, the I read this story. Oh, his, his dad. His dad gave him the phone to play a game. He got on Grubhub. It said the dad, he, he had sent the kid to bed already, and the dad's sitting there. Mom's out for the night, okay? So dad is home with the kid, 
and the doorbell rings and it shows up and it's food. And then 10 minutes later, the doorbell rings again and the kid has ordered like $600 worth of food from all over town. All like over it, town. it wasn't like he ordered 30 pizzas. He ordered pizza from here and wings from there <laughs> and like, like high-end fancy food from there oh, and finally the and finally the dad's like well i mean what can you do and he just like gave it to charity or something didn't he fed the homeless or yeah, something with uh-huh. it. <laughs> good for him <laughs> number three dry on him well gentlemen the pro bowl wrapped up this weekend and uh it seems like he got a lot of high praises uh i, I think the players liked it yeah, you know play, i mean that's why got that's a what lot matters of right the players liked it a lot of, a lot of the fans enjoyed it but i think a lot of them had to do with it being in vegas I'll tell, you, I'll tell you, he didn't like it. Big Sears, he'll, he'll talk yeah, about well, it a lunch bunch today. He yeah, didn't like a lot it. of those. Yeah, those those guys that were part of the real Pro Bowl have a hard yeah. time buying into that. But the game changes, and you got to remember what the, you know, what is the goal of the Pro Bowl? It was just to kind of entertain and attract people. And so the real truth is going to come with the TV rating. The Pro Bowl has been tanking. It was down to 6.6 million viewers last year. That's a really small amount compared to, you know, it's half as much as they had 10 years ago. Let's see if this TV rating at least matches last year's bottom out. And if it doesn't, it's unsalvageable. It's not like this format's suddenly going to get all this momentum and grow and grow and grow every year. It is what it is, right? All right, number two. Kyrie Irvin has requested and has been granted his trade. (laughs) He has been sent to the Dallas Mavericks to join Luka. What's his last name? Doncic. Luka Doncic in the backcourt. Uh, Gentlemen, how do you feel about that? Well, I I just, I mean, I I guess Dallas is blissfully unaware of what Kyrie's track record is. And, you know, Boston brought him in to be the missing piece. And they're going to pair him with Gordon Hayward. and And he debacled them. And then he went to... Uh, to Brooklyn, and he convinced, you know, KD and James Harden to join him and then decided he didn't like Harden, and he blew up that whole thing. Here's what's lost in all this. It's not like the Nets are 14 under 500 are going to miss the playoffs. They're like, in, they're like the third or fourth seed, Kyrie. How about play the year out and go earn a max deal based on what you just won rather than, okay, give me a deal right now or trade me. He is just belligerent, man. I, I wouldn't want him on my team. He's my least favorite player in the league, and in my mind – the worst teammate in the history of pro sports. I don't mind. I like Dallas. I like Dallas taking a shot at him, seeing what they can do, seeing what they can make happen. They, you know, that West is up for grabs, so why not? I just don't believe. You know, Kyrie's had great players around him, and has never won anything that didn't include LeBron being right. the MVP in series. So I, I don't know why Dallas would think a guy who can't make it work with with Kevin Durant's going to make it work with Doncic. But uh, we shall see. It's a risk. It's a, you know, it's a short term risk because if it if it goes, you know, cuckoo. You don't have anything at the end of the year except all the personnel and draft picks that you lost trading for this fruit loop. Number one. Top story in the world, Dan, right here. The oh. Grammys. The Grammys was last night. Gentlemen, yes, got, it was. Did, did y'all tune in? No. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> who won? I mean, I don't even know who the Grammy winners the were. This album year. of the no year went to uh, Harry Styles. I felt like I got a good shot with uh, Kansas City. Here we come. That was uh, that was uh, one of the nominees, but it's late, late came ad. up short. Late ad. Record That's of the bad. year went to uh, Lizzo. Lizzo's popular. Best new artist was uh, Samara Joy. Don't know who that is, but uh, my girl Adele. She won best pop solo performance for Easy on Me. What about she, Boozy? Did Boozy get anything? Nah, Boozy. I don't even think Boozy was invited. But What's up, with Adele, Boozy? Adele. What about anybody with a little in front of them? Did they get anything? I think Lil Wayne received a. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Lil Wayne. Wayne uh, under, under, 
undersold from Adele's year, but uh, police and EMTs have also reported a record 1,048 no, Adele Stop. songs playing during uh, suicide no. alerts this year. Oh, gosh. So, yeah, if you're if you're going to end your own life, there's a good no. chance Adele's playing in the background <laughs> yeah, That's here. true. And then, that. and then let's not forget the Black History. Yeah, <laughs> what's today's E-History? Uh, today in E-History, what do we got? Today in E-History, not only am I uh, – you know, I have two uh, bachelor's degrees. Not only am I retired from the United States Ghost Guard, but yes. I am a licensed barber, and the, act, the license is still active. Well, there you go. Oh, Next good. time I need a haircut, I'll just have you bring in. I'll at your boy. I got to be honest. I did. I got to be honest. I read your magazine article. I felt like you didn't talk about Dan and I nearly. <laughs> oh, <laughs> y'all got, y'all got, but y'all got mentioned though. We got to mention, but it wasn't yes, a, wasn't you. enough for me. I, I, I appreciate that. Feel, feel incredibly shortchanged. You appreciate it very much. That's what's training. Brought to you by Bet Paradise. We'll wrap it up next here on the Monday Morning Quarterback. DivorcementOnly.com. Now, the two-minute drill. Brought to you by Tire Outlet. Keeping 1010XL rolling with wholesale prices and premium service. Tire Outlet, Jacksonville's largest locally owned automotive repair shop. The wraps out here at uh, TPC Media Day as we look forward to a player's championship. This now, as we learned, just 29 days away. Amazing. We're six days away from... Uh, Super Bowl 57, and we are about two minutes away from Jaguars today, and uh, Tony joins me right now from the studios. Hey, Tony. Good morning, Jeff. What you guys got coming up today? Our question of the day today asking who is the best offensive free agent signing by the Jacksonville Jaguars in 2022. Our options, tight end Evan Ingram, wide receiver Zay Jones, wide receiver Christian Kirk, and guard Brandon Sheriff. Uh, they, uh, they nailed those four out of the park last offseason for sure. Wow, that that's that's very hard. You could literally make an argument for really all, really all four of them, three of them in particular. I think you can make a strong argument for. So, yeah, and Brandon Sheriff just kind of under the radar, right? I, I can almost forget Sheriff was just so solid and so quiet, Tony. That er, last week I had caught myself. I had to like double check that he wasn't that he didn't come here two years ago. I mean, he feels. Yeah. You know, he feels like that much of a, a safety and a security blanket. What did you think of the new Pro Bowl format? Uh, I didn't mind it, right? I watched a whole lot more of this than I've watched any of the Pro Bowl in the past 15 years. I'll it's say funny. That for I, it. I did, too. I wonder. But then I asked myself, was well, it just because of the novelty of it? Is that why I watch more Maybe. Than and I that Trevor Lawrence was playing in a couple of the events didn't hurt. Right, even if it wasn't I def- all that well, I will, exciting, but it's why I was watching. Well, I'll say this: I watched all of Trevor's game, and I watched just bits and pieces of the other two. I, I mean, I enjoyed watching Trevor, you know, play his flag football game. That was uh, fun for me. But the players seem to like it, and that's what matters. And we'll see how the TV ratings view it when we uh, get those here. Um, well, either later today or tomorrow. Sure. All right, Jaguars today is coming up next. That'll do it to it for us here from the uh, Players' Championship Media Day. Again, the uh, tournament, you can get your tickets. It's less than a month out now. Jaguars today with Tony, Mike, and the gang is coming up next. Tony, have a great show, and uh, we'll see everybody tomorrow.